you know, chats from like like friends in town and stuff like that. Like I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know why there's there's at least uh two or three chats there. There's just too many group chats. Like honestly, I feel like the more group chats I'm in, the more powerful Tyler becomes. <laughs> uh that's how he was that's how he was created. You'll notice like we didn't nobody nobody heard or knew anything from Tyler G until Facebook groups like until we started getting in group chats. So I'd like to think that I helped create him like that. So create a monster. You know, he's my monster. Good. So I'll take it. I'm glad you claim him. Well yeah. He's me boy. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. This is Stasis Lock, episode 144, The Lion King. With me currently is uh, Eight Toe Mike. Where can people find you at, man? Angry as usual at Angry Mike. Yeah. And, of course, Fumble Fingers himself, Dalton. Where can people find you? You can find me everywhere at Daltonian STFs. We should be joined by Tyler later on. Maybe Joe pops in and he's not uh, grilling steak on a stove i think that would be like pan frying steak on a stove at that point anyways he he may not be cooking anyways he may jump in he may not who knows but so far it's just us i'm primal sabbath as always mike what did you get this week i got a lot of stuff uh transformer wise i actually uh picked up a uh combined war superior uh all all the jets not the helicopter and uh a third-party upgrade kit was with it for the head and chest, which I didn't care for the chest piece, but the head's all right. I actually, that was a great deal. I got it for 70 bucks in hand. For everything? So that was, yeah. Wow. The whole combiner and, and the and the third-party kit. Damn. For $70. Someone was I really guess. trying to get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I picked up some. I picked up quite a few Marvel Legends this week. I got the uh, Iron Man and Iron Spider from Infinity War 80th Anniversary. The Cap Peggy Carter two pack. The uh, Cap on the motorcycle. And I also picked up another Captain America worthy since my dog got a hold of the last one and chewed it up. And then I also picked up the other 80th Captain America single. And I think that is it that I can think of. Oh, and that, uh, the Juggernaut and pack. That uh, that that first Avenger two pack. The uh, do the the at least the picture that you shared. That cap face on him looks like fucking claymation. Like it looks so bad. Oof. The uh, the fa- the face oh, sculpt on the one from 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 uh from uh from first Avenger. Oh, the two pack him and Peggy Carter. Yeah. Yeah, it does look a little clayish, but I mean, as far as the the actual look of him and her, it's spot on. I mean, it, it looks just like I mean, I could be combing Chris Evans' hair. I mean, it's how I, I would it. see that's that's the thing, man. Like, like ju- not from that picture. That picture was that made the faces look like trash. Maybe, uh, maybe like I would probably get it and do. Um, the like put the 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 unhelmeted head that comes with a worthy cap. I'd probably stick that on there. See how that does. And That's uh, not a bad idea. Yep. I don't know, Dalton. Did you get anything this week? Uh, let's see. I got an unexpected surprise in the mail just here the other day, and that was the uh, studio or not studio series. Uh, Generation Select Ricochet finally 
expired on uh, my pile of loot, so it showed up in the mail. Jesus, <laughs> look, I do that. I do that shit too, man. Where uh, like, I, I, I completely forgot about it. I cut it close to the wire with the pile of loot, man. Um, and like, fortunately, uh, it's like one thing came in with like where where like the gambit that I had in there because it came in stock forever before the other X Men. And finally, like another thing hit, like the last thing that hit that I needed to hit, like two days before they were going to auto ship it. So I was like, "Oh yay! I say four dollars. That's Unicron money." <laughs> <laughs> and then I, uh, after a unfortunate incident with having to change a tire, I was able to get the Rainmakers three pack. Oh, dude, your uh, your tires blew out on you too. One. Hope you weren't trying just to, one. Hope you, hope you weren't trying to buy anything from Tyler. Nope just just one tire. Yeah, why did you uh, why'd you go big bad for the stepper or the ricochet or whatever they're calling him? Um, I don't know. I, because I think I it's think because I, it was the first place that it popped up. I think you can use that <clears> fandom <throat> five 2019 uh promo. I think you can use that multiple times on polls. Nope. And I've oh, you can only use it once. Yeah, I had a friend try to use it a second time and it uh, wouldn't let him. Oh, hogwash. I don't know, man. I was uh, I was thinking about getting it. like I'll, I I would hover over it, like you know, and I'd, I'd add it to the cart, and I'm like, mm, do I need it? No, maybe no. <laughs> That's ultimately where I like may, maybe like if Unicron doesn't fund or if I, I run into another twenty bucks, I'll just be like, well, okay, yeah. Uh, got Thundercracker in the mail from Amazon. My box was a little crushed too. Sounds like everybody's Yeah, well, they send them in that stupid bubble mailer instead of an actual box. Because you're and a mint on card collector, Dalton? No, but I keep the boxes in case I need to sell them. Oh, my box is going to Look, look, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going <clears> to I'm going <throat> to level with you and with anybody who's going to watch this uh a a box for a Siege figure is not going to keep any substantial value. Uh, if anything, you'll have better luck getting rid of it without the box uh, because that's just more you got to charge for shipping and no, ain't nobody got time for that. I'm just, just leveling it, leveling it out there with you. Like even like chug shit, uh, like original, like classics line. If it's, if you're going to open it, like just toss the shit out, keep your Japanese and your third party boxes. That's what's going to save you in the end. Anyways, well, that's my anyways. little PSA. Anyways, also got the uh, Galaxy Upgrade Optimus Prime, and that's it. Uh, the leader upgrade? class? Yeah. The Galaxy, yeah, Galaxy Force. Mike, yeah. that's uh, that's fancy talk for Cybertron Optimus Prime. Is it the, uh, for the Siege one or the original one? Siege. <laughs> oh, I have to look into that. I didn't know there was one. No, 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 that's the, that's the leader class, Mike. <laughs> I got the leader class one. Yeah, right, right here, right here. This one. I got that. I got yeah, that. that's what it is. It's called what's Galaxy upgrade? upgrade. What's the upgrade kit? The Holy the trailer. Shit. The I thing itself is called Galaxy Upgrade. Dime oh, Novel God. Legends Badlands Vigilante uh, from Chicken Fried Toys. Um, he's he's the little uh, the Lone Ranger uh, figure Halloween figure. Fuck! I messed that up. And uh, how does it feel? I, um, you know, I feel like I, I deserve like a like a like a monthly check for that kind of a mess up. 
from the government. Um, I haven't gotten mine. Oh man, you need to apply. I think that's I think that's all that I got. I know I know I got something else. I had to have got. Oh yeah, I got uh, Brian and Brett. They got the uh, the Wonderfest uh, Scorponok kits. So I'm like, while those aren't mine, they are uh, in my presence, and I've got to assemble both of theirs. And Brett wants me to paint his, so I'm going to paint his. So uh, that was that was cool. Never having like gotten a Wonderfest thing. Like I know it's all uh, licensed out or whatever, but um. Anyways, pretty neat. Pretty neat there. So, this week, we all, all took a look at what called The Week Component. And Dalton, take us away. All right, give me just a second. Oh, for Christ's sake. S- s- still got this cough, sorry. Uh, so, Dude, first thing. About that. I know. Drink you some honey. <laughs> So first thing I got here is uh, Cybertron has just got spotlights everywhere. I mean, what is this, Gotham in Batman the Animated Series? <laughs> Dude, the nightlife looks awesome. <laughs> Except nobody's there. Exactly. The nightlife looks awesome. As a <laughs> as an introvert, that's a wet dream for me. <laughs> uh, so instead of Rat, or instead of uh, Cheetor having the drug-induced fever dreams, it's uh, Primal this time around. Oh yeah, with uh, with Radzilla. Radzilla, yeah. Beginning, yeah. <clears throat> uh, one thing I noticed when Maximals are on their little scouting mission, Night Scream's like Scream Ray or whatever is coming out of his forehead instead of his mouth. Thank you. That, that was weird. I I don't understand why they went with that. But, uh, powers, man. Yes. Uh, Cheetor is a dick to rat trap. They were all a dick to rat well, trap. Well, I, I, I was you know. going to get to that later. Okay. But yeah, just right there, you know, while this transforming Maximals handle this. It's like, dude, come on. Uh, is there a reason why Thrust is so big compared to the rest of the motorcycle drones? Other than possibly just to sell the difference between the two toys? I don't know. I uh, I had also um, like put that down. I was just like, oh, so now we we finally have some scaling between the uh, the drones and the and the generals, which which is interesting because I don't think Tank Or is any bigger, and I don't think Jetstorm's any bigger either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all the drones were like half the size of Thrust. Yeah, I'm sure it was to help sell the McDonald's um, because the 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 motorcycle drone wouldn't have been out at that point it would have just been the deluxe because the motorcycle drone came out with the battle of the spark uh or, or spark power whatever they they called it at the time hmm. uh where all the figures had the gimmick where you, you did something you either pushed the spark as a button or it, it activated some kind of gimmick or something like that um that's that's when those like when those came out with so i think it would have been just uh just promote, promote kids to get the was it Mighty Kids meal at the time? Probably. I can't remember. Uh, I mean, yeah, Cheetor or Rat Trap fucked up, and Cheetor fucking up. Uh, 
but man, he, he was at least trying to do the right thing. I don't get why they're so hard on him about that. Well, like, like he, he didn't know the situation, what was going on. He at least tried to help. Yeah, after they told him to like to like sit on the sidelines, like you don't. Uh, I can see where they were coming from. They're just like, "Hey, why don't you come up here and don't bother us? We got this." If that was my friends telling me that, I'd be like, "Okay, y'all got it," and I'd just relax. Uh, but he tried to he tried to be like you know Wonder Man and swoop in and punch the bad guys, but it, it turned out to uh, not go well for him. And he made like 200 drones in the process. So like he didn't not only help, <laughs> he counter fast, counterproductively helped. The second fast forwarding, uh, or the fast forwarding on that second pan over the machine. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Me- Megatron is still all about his wagers and deals, no matter who it is. Hey, he's a man of his word, though. Gotta admire mm-hmm. that shit. <clears throat> And yeah, everyone to, is a dick to Rat Trap except for Primal. And to an extent, Megatron. So that that's pretty much it. All right. I'll go next. Uh, all right. So we already went, went through the, the generals and the drone counterparts. Uh, Night Scream's got some balls on him. Uh, he's been in the group for like 12 hours at this point and is already <laughs> talking down a day one uh, and I, th- I thought, like, like I don't know, man. If I was Cheetor in that situation, I'd be like, "Easy, kid. You've only been here for like, you don't get to talk to him that way." Um, uh, is it's it like transforming? You've been here five minutes. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Is it transforming or is it transforming? Because they kept saying transforming, but nothing looks transforming about it. Um, Rat Trap realizes that maybe it's a selfless endeavor to transform, and then immediately gets on some selfish ambition shit. So. Yeah. I thought that was a, a fine point of irony. Um, the first point, uh, the first person point of view with Rat Trap, uh, kind of going from robot to beast mode, I thought was pretty cool visually. Um, one of my favorite uh, parts of this episode was the T.S. Eliot reference uh, and how fitting it is to Megatron's like over the top apocalypse crazed character. Um, yeah, I, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, so this is the way the world ends, not with a bang, oh. but with a, a groveling rodent or something like that. I was just like, oh, man, that's uh, that's some cold-blooded shit, man. Megatron's got all the cold-blooded <laughs> lines. Um, Rat Trap versus Maximal Scene was directed by Zack Snyder, uh, or, it was colored <laughs> by, or it was colored by Josh Burcham, uh, both to be sure. Um. And I'll be damned, there's actually daylight on Cybertron. So they just sleep during the day and do all their shit at night. Uh, another proof as to how awesome the nightlife is on Cybertron. You just don't even want to check out the, the daylight. But at least we did see, like, day coming in. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense for them to move about at night. But it always kind of, like, irked me that they were just doing shit at night. I was like, where's the, where's the daylight? And I completely forgot about that in this episode. So... Those were the uh, those were the notes for me. Mike, you got any notes? Man, I didn't get a chance to watch all of it, but I do recall how uh, Night Screamer is really kind of. And it was really throughout the whole series. I thought where he was kind of a dick. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Is he the new Tiger Tron? I mean, I mean, 
is he the dick of the group? I mean, which I kind of think he was. No, he's the new season one Beast Wars Cheetor, the yeah. angsty yeah. Dalton 2.0, basically. Kind of a prick, I think. We don't need a uh, Dalton 2.0 for what it's worth. Don't you ever insult Chris like that again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to thank uh, Sportimus for the shout out. Oh, you're talking about the casting couch? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Uh, Tyler, to too, so. Tyler, do you have any notes, man? Um, I also didn't get a chance to watch the episode, but I do recall this episode. And I think that probably the most powerful scene in this episode is uh, when Rat Trap, he. He just kind of gives in to Megatron and says, fine, I'll accept your deal. It just shows how low he really got and how low his own teammates made him feel to accept the wager from his, I don't want to say lifelong enemy, but like, you know, the greatest enemy of the Beast Wars. And he decides to go against his morals and accept a deal with this crazed lunatic to protect him for a whole night. Fighting he literally makes a deal with the devil. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And it's it's so it's so powerful in in that scene. Um and like when when he when he does when he steps against his uh his comrades, the Maximals, like it I don't know, man. I've always really liked this episode, especially like towards the especially at the end where uh Megatron holds up his end of the bargain and yeah. you know, he lets them walk. Holds it up the kinda, Yeah, it just kind of like I don't know. It was weird. It well, was like it was like Megatron had a. I'm sorry. Did the, the, the middle of my conversation interrupt the beginning of yours? <laughs> okay, calm down. Shut the fuck up. Calm right. down. Damn. No, no, no. You got you got royalty speaking here. Okay, I will not be interrupted. <laughs> no, I'm he is. Um, Tyler, Tyler is part of the irreplaceable crew. You damn Sorry, right. You damn right. We had a meeting. You weren't invited. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Please do write it in your own eulogy. Anyway, no, <laughs> I'm just saying like it was uh, it was it was really cool to see that aspect of like there was a level of respect that Megatron held for Rat Trap. And I thought that was that was a cool um, kind of character trait that we hadn't seen very often in Beast Wars and in Beast Machines up until this point. Yeah, man, like I remember I remember like the first time watching it, I was like, oh, Megatron's going to back tra- uh uh, backstab and be like, well, you didn't say anything about your friends, you know. Like, I figured he would have at least gone for the other Maximals, like told the the, you know, the generals to attack them or something, you know, put them on the run, whatever. Uh, granted, it was like closer to the end of the episode, but I just feel like that's something that that at least Beast Wars Megatron would have done. Maybe because now Megatron like knows he's in control, he knows that he's, you know, like the top dog on Cybertron now. It's a it's a different yeah. situation altogether. But um, and it's 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 crazy to me to think that like even though, so the Beast Machines writers had no part in Beast Wars, right? Uh, I think yeah, I don't I don't think Bob or Larry. Uh, I think it was so, all Marty Eisenberg. So what's crazy to me is, I don't know whether this was, um, as like to display maturity within the character development of Megatron or just kind of inadvertently added to his character. But this adds like a totally different level of maturity to Megatron's character being going from 
season one Beast Wars, that maniacal villain to the more crazed villain to now the, you know what I mean? Almost like the old crippled, but still in, still heavy in the game villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, just, and it very well could have been because I, I think it was all it was all still mainframe doing stuff. So I'm sure uh, Marty Eisenberg had been brought up to speed or had access to notes and everything else uh, at the time. So could very well be, but like, but you're right, dude, it, it does. It adds, it adds another layer. Like, that's why I can't stand when people like the, say the reason they don't like beast machines is because it's like a detriment to the, the characters that we, that we grew to know and love in beast wars. Like, no man, it's just their next step. Like as a character, it is, it's their progression. And, um, you know, like if it's not for you, just say it's not for you. But like, I think, I think the reason is a detriment. I don't think it's a detriment to the characters in the sense of the writing. I think it's a detriment to the characters because the designs did not do them justice. I think the the design is always and probably forever will be the biggest downfall of Beast Machines. Yeah, and I mean, I, I get it's not for everyone. Personally, I really liked it. I liked the blending of organic and, te- you know, the, the organic stuff and the technological stuff. The toys, I understand, didn't really do that so great um now it may be different if say the toys closer matched or, or the animation closer matched the toys let's say because like you know in, instead of the uh like the kind of just early design concepts that the show animators had to go off of uh prior to toys actually coming out yeah um you know maybe maybe that would that wouldn't be a, a gripe or a complaint but th- that's really my only real complaint is that there's no real toy accurate or show accurate toys or the show wasn't toy accurate or whatever, vice versa. So, um, but other than that, like the toys are still fun, you know, um, I get that people want to get the toys to get what's on the screen as far as representation goes, but the beast machines toys, like I've had a lot of fun with, and I'm, I'm disappointed in myself for buying into everyone else's stigma and and not just trying it for myself because whenever I did finally try them for myself, I'm like, oh, these are all real fun figures. You know, they they have so, a unique look to them. So, I will give you a couple, if that. But I got to tell you, man, I bought a whole bunch of these uh, beast machine outside of the drones because like I love the drones, mm-hmm. um, and the vehicles. But like outside of that, like the beasts are, in my opinion dog shit uh man i think it man it it really just depends like i like i like the mega cheetor you know now that i know how to get him to stand uh the night slash cheetor is another one that's just a great fun figure all around overall uh the the uh was the blast punch the not the deluxe but not the big huge super one either the kind of voyager size one that's a great primal uh, the Black Ragnia was a great figure. The Silverbolt, despite him being too small, was still a fun figure. Uh, I really liked Battle of Unicorn. I think, I think you're tapping into your bias and giving these char- these figures. Like, look, if you enjoy them, that's all fine and dandy. I'll mm-hmm. never take that away from you. But to call these great figures, I think I think you're tapping into your bi- your personal. I bias. think I think they are great laterally from Beast Wars. Like, I wouldn't like I, I wouldn't say. 
I wouldn't say that I put them necessarily above Beast Wars or anything like that, but laterally, like they have their own thing. Maybe it's because like like there's not another toy line out there in Transformers, I should say, <clears throat> that utilized the the translucent plastics as kind of core pieces uh, in these things. Um, like I'll say right now and forever and always that the Snarl, the Beast Machine Snarl, is the best figure of that entire line. Uh, it just outshines the rest it's it's an awesome like i i would i would go as far as to say like that's definitely a beast wars tier figure um the beast machine snarl is just everything about like, i think from start to finish was great on that but the battle unicorn's another one man it's just a cool little figure and, and like maybe because I, I don't know maybe because i enjoy more of them than i don't like you know i'll, I'll look at just the beast like i'm like okay the the buzzsaw Mm, you know that probably could have uh they could have taken that back to the drawing board or released some other shit instead of that uh the the, about the buzzsaw was it kind of went back to the roots about putting the head on the chest yeah but see like that's you know? that's a that's from a design point like i like my robots to aesthetically be more different than alike um I guess so, but like for me, it's almost kind of the opposite. Like that's why I like these basics so much. You know what I mean? Like Megatron, fucking Buzzclaw, uh, even Pterosaur where it switched it and it had the tail on the chest. Um, Yeah, real bit, same deal. Like a little turkey tail. They got the they got the heads on the chest or the tails on the chest, and the rest of the bot just just kind of like I don't know, either hangs off the back or like hangs off the legs, and it's. I don't know, man. I think that's part of the charm of Beast Wars is like the animal head is right there front and center. You know what I mean? It's kind of like an identifying quality. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick, Sport wanted, Sportimus in the chat wanted me to uh, recommend Beast Machines Transformers. Like just as far as the beasts go, uh, Battle Unicorn, Snarl, Night Slash, Sheetor, the Black Aragnia, the Silverbolt, Japanese or American. The Americans got a crazy like hot rod paint deco thing um and the quick strike i really like the quick strike i mean i know that he doesn't really have proper hands and the same with the uh with with longhorn like my only gripe with those two figures is they don't have like hands or you know even sculpted like hands with holes in them or whatever uh but i just really like the way those things look and and are designed uh night viper i think is another really cool one just considering how like yeah. you feed the entirety of his legs uh like through this little thing and, and I just I don't know every everything everything about the way Night Viper transforms is is really cool. Yeah, that I one does look really cool. But like design aesthetic, man, I like that Night Viper looks terrible to me. Oh dude, I like the the, the skinny aesthetic. slender, you know, it's got the the big cobra thing up on its back. It's got the slender arms like and with with like I guess the bigger hand pieces, I don't know, man. It looks like quintessential anime character. It, it and, also looks kind of like movie sideswipe. Maybe maybe that's like subconsciously that's why I've always liked movie sideswipe <laughs> so much. I don't know. Like I don't I don't know where you're getting that from, Dalton. But I don't, yeah, me. I don't just, I, I'd have to look at it again. I don't know. You're right. It does kind of look like a Corvette. <laughs> I'm talking about the robot mode. Calm the fuck down. Says the one getting up to. Yeah, uh, oh, man. I just it's it's. I think the only one that I've ever really been interested in, as far as like Beast Machine Beasts, would be that Hammer Strike. 
But I think that's only because I love that beast mode so that's goddamn much. That's another crazy one. Yeah, like Hammer Strike. But that's, I just wish it had elbows. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and it's, you know, you know it, it doesn't really it doesn't really have like proper hands either, but he just looks so crazy. Like I don't know, maybe maybe it's because it's the craziest, it's the goofiest, fantastic. It's it's just not uh typical, I get. Like I don't know, but like I think in and of itself Beast Machines um is not as bad as everyone has uh has made it out to be. I don't think you're I think you're right. I don't think it's bad. I think it has its charm and it's just not for a lot of people. Saying it's okay. bad is as a toy line, just as yeah. a toy line. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of imagination to be had with that toy line. What would you say your um, favorite figure is? Snarl, absolutely, hands down, Snarl. Snarl. What about you, yeah. Dalton? What, what's, your, what's your favorite figure from the Beast Machines line? Well, right now I've only really got one, and that's the Night Slash Cheetor. So it's another great one. <laughs> I mean, Mike, do you have a favorite Beast Machines figure? Uh, it would have to be the. Uh... Oh, the one that uh, they've reused it a couple of times, the Air Attack Primal. Oh, uh, the, the big one? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I like that one. That came out in R.I.D., funny enough, but, I mean, let's be honest, it's a Beast Machines toy. Yeah. And then, of course, there's also <clears throat> the uh, um, Transmetal 2 Optimal Optimus that came out. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's a Beast Wars toy. Let's talk uh, about Primal Prime. What do you come out to Beast Machines? Yeah. Nah, it doesn't count. Um, I think, I think mine would be like not, not beast. It would definitely be the the motorcycle drone. Yeah, that thing. Like I fucking when I first got those two motorcycle, when I got my second motorcycle drone, I fucking I brought those things to bed with me and played with them on the fucking nightstand. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I just left them there and went to bed and woke up and oh, cool, two looking, two fucking cool looking toys. Like, they were just so, like, I felt like a kid again playing with those. You know what I mean? Because it was like they're yeah. right off the screen. It's not a high end collectible. It's just a really good fucking toy. And I think the last time I did that was probably when I had my rat trap when I was a kid. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I can tell, tell you the last time I did that was VodCon 2016. Took all the toys out, on the nightstand, woke up, oh, hey, they're still here. Hell I think sure. I almost. I think I think I do that like just about every single uh, con. Like I'll, you know, if it's an exclusive or whatever, like I'll just set it on the nightstand. Like give me give me some time to ponder. Also because I don't know where the fuck else to put it in a room with like six other people. So you just kind of like claim <laughs> you just claim your own little True. spaces, you know. True enough. Um, but yeah, man, and like you know, they're, they're, like I said, man, like another one that I think, and it, granted, it wasn't technically Beast Machines that did come out in RID, but that uh. Uh, Bruticus or Cerberus is what what it's supposed to be called. I think that shit is killer ass wild, man. Just to d- dive into mythical beast modes, uh, I think that's awesome. Um, the Mega Bolt Megatron, yeah, it was just his floating head with some bug legs on it. But like even the robot it turned into is just like a like a crazy robot mode, something that, you know, that just isn't, an, it's just an aesthetic that hasn't been seen or pulled from since. Like, not even slightly hinted at, you know, where, like, all the movie toys look like so all the unpopular. That's, that's possible. Like, I don't, I don't know what sales I mean, were like for the toys. I think it's fair. Yeah, I mean, definitely. That's, I wouldn't say you're wrong in that you know? assessment. 
But I, I don't can know only how. Imagine that Beast Machines didn't like the only reason it wasn't successful because Transformers is a toy line first type of property. Correct. Right? Fiction very much comes later. Yeah. I can only imagine the toys weren't popular enough for the series to continue, and that's why kind of Car Robots or R.I.D. took its place. <laughs> it's I'm sorry. To... Clutch uh, bricks. Bricks in the chat said uh, you were getting pretty close to Nick Bramer bed territory. Because he just, dude, he'll just put them all, all of his toys out in the bed and just sleep. <laughs> just get wasted and have all of his toys in his bed with him. I'm sorry, keep going. No, that's cool. Um, I forget. Uh, uh, like, just due, I just, to, due I to how... The, I don't think the toy line was very successful. See, I, I don't know, man. That's something I'd really like to find out. Like, I know that... If it was, I feel like they would have referenced it a lot more going well, forward. Maybe. I mean, they haven't really referenced Beast Wars a whole lot as they've gone forward. But they've referenced Beast Wars a whole hell of a lot more than Beast Machines. I think the only reference to Beast Machines we got in the last 10 years has been in uh, Prime. It's just talking about the uh, the Monster Truck rally. Or Generations Tankor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Prime, they even, yeah. In, in Prime, they called them Viacons and they were mindless drone like characters i mean they had some of their own personalities and things like that but um yeah you know like i don't i don't know like i said that's something i'd really like to like to to know because like the only thing that we can really concretely go off of is that takara and hasbro decided they wanted to work closer together on whatever it was going forward uh because i think while Hasbro did Beast Machines. That's when Takara branched out and did Car Robots. Um, it wasn't like Beast Wars, where there was a kind of somewhat united. Like they weren't really on a united front because Takara went out and did the Beast Wars Second Neo stuff, while Hasbro just kind of didn't. But um, and and that's like th- them working together is where uh, they they got like Armada from, and and like that's it. Just it was just like a from what we've heard from like Aaron Archer and other uh, employees over the years, like that's just kind of where that spawned. I don't think it had anything to do with the lack of popularity on beast machines part because they, they planned the the sequel series being trans tech and they had the, the toys kind of ready to go for trans tech and uh, hearing a, an interview with Aaron Archer recently. Now granted don't really know how well his memories held up over the years, but, like those would have been like some higher priced toys, you know, uh, just with all the, the intricacies and sizes and all that other stuff involved in them. So I, I don't know. Um, I think it was just happenstance as to why they didn't continue on with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So. Uh, real quick, going back to the, the Megatron thing with his deal. I, I do like how he did keep his end of the bargain, but he also left the offer open for Rat Trap to become a Viet Cong. It, it do you just, think he would have? Uh, do you think Rat Trap would have would have taken that up though? If he was pushed far enough, I think he would have. Like if it had been worse than what we've seen in this episode, that's fair. Like if, if it was just finally to the point, where it was like fuck these guys, I'm done. Well, if wishes were fishes, the whole world would be a fucking ocean. <laughs> Where do you get this shit from, man? <laughs> why do you why do you think I have my catchphrase? 
I'm gonna be a dad, man. I've been planning this shit. I fucking I sent Becca a picture today of a of a conversation that took place between a dad and a, I guess a son or a daughter or whatever. But uh, the the conversation was like, "Hey, dad, can I ask you a question?" And the dad just sent him a stick man full of ears with a hat and shoes. And the daughter or the son was like, "What is that?" And he says, "I'm all ears." And I was like, if that's not a fucking dad joke, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> dad jokes are getting into meme territory now. Amazing. You hurt me. You hurt me so much. Uh, I can hear it. It physically hurt you. This week's Beast Out and Shout I is uh, Tyler God. G versus Mike Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's gonna be hard, man. Um, like honestly, I think Tyler G's got a pretty tough uh, battle ahead of him. He's my boy, but like, I don't know if I got money on him. You know what I mean? Um, like like I'm rooting for you, but you know, I'm I mean, sorry. dude, this is this look is a at your screen in front of you. Okay, you think I can't stand up against the dude that looks this like is, Monica from Friends? That's that's <laughs> part of. That's part of <laughs> Damn, dude, he looks like a, he looks like a cheap version of the crow. Are you kidding me? Go birds. Is, he is the goth Karen. Okay, he wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> we did a mall tour. That's all he was asking for with managers. Okay. No, shout out to Mike. That's funny as fuck. Shout out to Mike. So, uh, anyways, I thought this shit was hilarious, man. Jed put this together as like a frustrating joke uh, yeah. a few weeks back, like trying to figure out like what we were gonna do, and then like he even Jed barely. Dude, what, what were you doing today? Like, I can't remember. Um, but we decided on Silverbolt versus Silverbolt. Uh, scale doesn't matter. It's all about the highway to the danger zone. I was thinking, like, do it of a uh, like after after he posted this and after I read that. Like, I know it's all about highway to the danger zone. To the danger zone was like that was my idea or whatever. But I was just like, man, it would have been way cooler if we said it was all about the dog fight. Ooh, missed opportunities, yeah. man. Yeah. Missed opportunities. I was like, damn. I mean, you'd think you'd think those guys would have fucking thought of that because they grew up with Top Gun, but no. Man. Dropping the ball in their old age. Yep. And like, dude, as as he posted, I was about to share it and I was typing it out on the uh the States of Luck Facebook. I was just like, it's all about the dog fight. Fuck, that's what it should have been. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, before before going forward, shout out to Blackout and Shout. You can check them out every I think it's Friday, no Mondays. Every other Monday they drop a podcast. They're trying to cut down from four hours to three and a half. So uh, make sure to go <laughs> over there, give them a give them a like, a, a, a subscribe, a share. Care Bears, shout out to Matthew Deluxe Baldwin. Totally separate entity, but equally as awesome. Is he though? Like I feel like everyone in the Blackout and Shout chat now is all part of the same conglomerate. Like we yeah, are blackout well. and shout pretty well. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, one big connected love fest. It's true. We just need to cover our own shit. There's a whole lot of sweat in that love fest. It's true. Um, <laughs> real quick. I do want to, uh, to, you know, shout out to the comments on our Facebook page. This is where we, you know, grabbed a lot of them from. Uh, Juan said beast Wars Silverbolt in Latin America. He's known as Lobo Plat. Diado, and I hope I'm not butchering that. I know I'm butchering it. 
which means silver wolf uh, and kept the name even when he was a condor. Uh, so <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Our boy Ronald Pendleton said, uh, Beast Wars Silverbolt because he's not a pussy who's afraid of heights. I was like, Ronnie P. Man. Ronnie P. Oh, Ronnie P. Um, we, we turned, uh, Eric B from, uh, from, from the realm. He, he posted, he was just like, well, G1, but, um, eventually, uh, I was just like, well, if it's a one-on-one fight, he was like, yeah, cause G1 was pretty afraid to, to fly. So, I'm, you know, I mean, one. listen, thank you for was- that. There was someone else who brought up well the other about that combiner, but you know what? Only britches, only britches, Jesus, britches. only bitch, only bitches bring friends. You to just a you just smart fight. text, you just smart text autocorrected yourself. Damn right. <laughs> my phone, only, my phone, my phone still changes bitches to britches, and I'm just yeah. like, nope, I've never used britches ever in a sentence. Why are you doing this? Only only bitches bring friends to a one on one fight. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Uh, Lee Curry says, in all reality, G1 would outfly Beast Wars. Beast Wars would just be too slow. Also, Beast Wars, uh, Silverbolt would try to settle it peacefully since he's a noble idiot. G1 would agree to it since he would rather not fight unless he has to. You know what? That's probably the smartest fucking argument we've had on this show. (laughs) Yes, it is. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. That's Uh, some character shit. Good shit. Whoever, who'd you say that was? Lee Curry. Yo, shout out to Lee Curry, the smartest motherfucker in this entire fandom right now. Not to be uh, confused yeah, with Big Brain. Levy Curry. No, not um, Lee Curry, not Levi Curry. Is it Levy or is it Levi? Uh, whichever way he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> <Levi. laughs> um, John Coffin said Beast Wars Silverbolt would exploit his fear of flying. He wins the problem. Silverbolt's the kind of dude that would exploit anything other than uh, like a, a woman's trust. <laughs> I mean, okay, so listen, listen, hang on a second. If Black Arachnia was on the sidelines and G1 Silverbolt looked at her any type of way, all, also all Beast Wars Silverbolt would see is teen angsty Cheetor and just go nuts on him. I'm talking yeah. like the whole fight. He'd have one wing extended just so G1 Silverbolt couldn't look at Black Arachnia. That type of petty. Yeah. He's a dog, all right? <laughs> at least half of one. <laughs> See, that's what I liked about him. Man. He was like the original pimp of Beast Wars or Transformer fandom period because he was all about trying to get some ass. I, to- I told Dude. Mike, I told Mike, he, he won... <laughs> G1 Silverbolt is like a D&D player because Beast Wars Silverbolt getting that ass. And Mike's always going on about how D&D people get no ass. I wonder, dude, I feel like I feel like someone from the D&D community really cut deep at Mike one day and he just hasn't let that shit go, you know? Yeah, like Levi. I feel like does Levi also listen to Nickelback uh, pretty heavily cuz I'm starting to <laughs> I'm starting to draw oh com- comparisons here. No, I don't know, man. I feel I don't know. I'm not gonna put anyone's business in the streets, but <laughs> I have an idea where that came from. I have to hit him up personally and find out. Uh, man, personally, like I, I, you know, I think it's definitely gonna be uh, Beast Wars Silver Bolt. We've seen him get uh, pretty haughty when it comes to uh, fighting, having to like, especially if he's got like a cause or, or a person to fight for. Uh, and you know, like, yeah, 
uh, G1 Silverbolt was only afraid that one time. But, like, here's the thing about fears. It's never just one time. Like, a fear is something that you that you live with and you overcome every time you face that obstacle. So I think even flying G1 Silverbolt would still have that that fear lingering in the back of his head. He didn't just, like... He wasn't just afraid of flying, and then like he did it once, and now it's you know it, it's all over. No, like like I'm afraid of spiders. I don't kill a spider and then oh, guess I'm not afraid of spiders anymore. It doesn't work like that. Um, and and so I think like ultimately once uh once our boy our wolf bird boy uh bird takes it to the skies, uh, I think I think that's gonna be it. I think it's gonna be a wrap. So. Imagine if G1 Silverbolt was afraid of flying and spiders. Beast Wars, oh, Beast Wars Silverbolt would have this in his nutsack. And that's that's bag. another thing. Like I understand, like I understand that G1 Silverbolt can combine everyone. Like that's not that's not part of this equation. Even if it was, no, even if it was Beast, if if that was an option, then Silverbolt should be able to bring Black Arachnia to the party. And uh, let's go with Transmetal Two, where she has all the. Uh, mind uh powers mutant shit going on because then you're all fucked like she would handle all five of those aerial bots no problem and she's she, gonna she would just dirty. separate them <laughs> and she's gonna fight dirty about it it's hard to yep. fight when you have an erection <laughs> that's so, too funny mike who you got on this i know uh you're a child of both it seems oh it was a uh, b be- Force, uh, silver bolt because I mean his character the way you know, he came out and he was all about you know once he fell in love with Black Arachnia you know it was kind of the um, difference between that and G1 because you didn't have nothing from G1 similar to that oh my god uh, I forgot about that yeah he went from noble and peaceful knight to impaling tarantulas on one of his feather spears yeah, dude. Silverbolt ain't none to ferric with. Dalton, what about you, man? Who you got? I'm gonna have to go Beast Wars Silverbolt because you know, as has been stated before, I mean, his nobility will outweigh uh, G1's fear of heights. And you know what? I guess the general consensus here, and I know you're listening, Jed, but the general consensus: who wins here? Gary Chalk. <laughs> Stick that in your Jesus. notes and smoke it. Uh, dude, Chris said, can't forget Alpha Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, All right. it's, I, was, I was listening to Saturn Cast, and um, I forget who it was, but someone was saying, like, Alpha Bravo, I don't, uh, the, the Protector Bot, I think his name was Rook. Like those were really cool characters added to like the fiction that kind of I don't want to like misquote anybody, but I feel like they were talking about like they were they were cool characters that kind of added to the spirit of G1. And I'm curious if they do you think they would be able to do that with Beast Wars because Beast Wars was such a tight knit show. G G1 was definitely more about like the world of G1 with how many bots that they had. Beast Wars being so tight knit. Do you think that they could do something, add a character in the spirit of Beast Wars? Or do you think the spirit of Beast Wars is in like the storytelling and the, the character development? 
you're talking about like like do a G one like show with like like where it's just a big huge like what what are you talking about? I'm sorry, I had to step away for a moment. Well, okay, so like uh, like Alpha Bravo, who the fuck is dragging a dead body with a dog in Bye. the background? My God, I will, I swear, I swear to God, no, I'm kidding. Um, wasn't me. I already muted mine because the dog's barking. Oh, so it's Dakota. Say hi to her for me. <laughs> she can't hear you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I for, I kind of for, I like it, adding a character. Can can you do the same thing um, by adding a character in the spirit of Beast Wars? Like, I guess it's different because I don't know. Let me let me think on it. I'll bring it back uh, next week as like an actual topic. Let me think on it. Okay, that'll work. Uh, let's see. Moving right along, we got our our new segment. So, uh, just to remind everyone, we do have a giveaway going on on the Stacey's Lock Facebook page and also on Twitter. If you follow me, you you so um you can uh go check out our facebook page or i think i pinned the tweet in my profile too uh the rules are posted with both uh but just in case you weren't familiar you like our page you like the post you recreate and photograph your favorite scene from beast wars uh the cartoons comics whatever uh with the toys and post it in the comments and we encourage multiple posts and photos uh, however, it is one entry per person. So uh, we do have a lot of awesome photos already uh, in the, the Facebook thing, but we are giving away the Warrior Armed Upgrade Kit, which is the rifle, bandolier, pistol holsters, and hammer for Masterpiece Dinobot. And that's supplied by Agabus. So big ups to them for doing that for us. All right. First up, this is something I found out about like two days ago, and uh, I think I shared it with everyone else in the group, but... uh. David K on his website, he is uh, selling a button and he's been talking about buttons and stuff on Twitter. And I was thinking like actual like pin buttons, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's actually a voice box and yeah, it's like the easy button. He, yeah. And he like, he signs the bottom of it, but it's got, you know, various uh, beast wars, Megatron sayings. Uh, one of them is side guns and he's got like an excellent, a yes, a no. And, uh, Probably a terrorize in there somewhere, I'm sure. But I thought it was pretty cool um, in lieu of Japanese Beast Wars Megatron voice actor stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, twenty nine ninety five shipped in the U.S. Five bucks more if you're in Canada. Ten bucks more if you're in the U.K. So thought that was awesome. Wanted to share. Sounds it. pretty tempting. We also shared on the Stasis Lock Facebook page a gallery uh, that I took pictures of for the resin prototype of transmetal cheetor there's a lot of differences and they're kind of highlighted uh throughout that but just seeing like how it went from such an early concept to the final product i always thought that was pretty cool sorry what are we talking about oh that looks like shit third party really needs to step it up (laughs) dude yeah like i I try to be like as informal as possible in in like telling people like hey this isn't a third party piece this is a prototype from the original toy like i thought that maybe with the the primer like chipping off of the resin it would have maybe and and like even where i had to like repair it like i had to glue the uh 
the chess piece back on. Like maybe that would have that would have been a sign, but uh, nope. Not not quite. This so. is the Transformers community. No one gets anything that they're told. That's totally fair, too. Uh, also, we got a tease. The online uh, Transformers Takara Tomy. Um, I think it's the mall website that puts up these little like comics prior to uh, their exclusives releasing. And we see that God Neptune, this is for the Seacons. We see that God Neptune is teased, so I feel like this is all but confirmation, which uh, really excites me uh, because yeah. I do want the God Neptune uh, from I, this I, release. I, I want them both. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have the picture that I sent through of the price. Uh, yeah, 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 I got it. Because okay. we're about to, yeah. I was going to say, like, I wanted both. Now I only want the one. And uh, anyways, they released colored images of the first two that they're coming out with wave one, so to speak. Um, so there they are looking good. I don't and like all that head glory. for uh, what is his name? Battle trap, not battle. Trap. Snap trap, snap trap. The, or the big guy. Yeah. I don't like the, I don't like the head sculpt for that. I wish it was more like an onslaught visor type head. You know, I honestly don't know what the original toys head looks like. So, real quick, but beast mode is nice. I mean, mm-hmm. it's about what I'd expect from any of the uh, like abominus esque guys, which I think he's a retool from Hunger. Yeah, it's, it's not nice. Don't give it. That. I like that they uh, they actually painted the little toenails on the feet. Like it's definitely <laughs> the, it's definitely the, the getting hot pink. Yeah, dude, it's definitely getting the uh, like the the paint treatment. Uh, here and, oh, and then I, you I got the really chrome like on the, the fins, yeah, the chrome up there. So it's definitely like very in line with what you would think a Legends LGEX release would have. Crazy. So the original did actually have a visor. I wonder it's if maybe visor, the like a, like a mouth plate. Now, the see, it's hard to tell if he's got a mouth plate in this image. I don't know if I'll be able to uh, zoom in. I, I think it was sculpted. Like, it's a, it's a sculpted face. Um, uh, snap, trap. Is it still called Snap? Dakota. Oh, crap. Dakota. No, no, you're right. Yeah, it is a it is a mouth plate. So, what are you trying to say, Mike? It's a mouth plate on the original, or is it a mouth plate yes. on on this one? On the new one. Oh, it is a mouth plate. Okay. Yeah, it's my bad. Yeah, yeah it's just got it some is. texture, some texture in there. Okay. So, yeah, cool. glad we could figure that out. Uh, this one, uh, again, like I only know the God Neptune counterpart, and I know for that crew, he was like an old timer. <laughs> he always liked to sleep, but yeah, dude, like you know, they could have left that foot all black. You know what I mean? And the fact that they are adding some paint even to the to the feet, I think is uh, I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Did you guys pre-order this? No, uh, I have not. Um, and we're getting I to it. Yet. 
Uh, we also see where the combiner port plugs into the hand uh, or for the power of the Prime's hands or whatever. And I've seen Twitter go pretty crazy with that over the last couple of days. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's that's yeah, how they get into that uh, stand mode or target master mode or whatever. Oh, yeah. So it looks like they're all coming with the, the hand pieces. Yeah, so which makes sense. Yeah, so that way also the, the target master deal and then you have the two spare hands to act as heels, which... Mm-hmm. We see uh, back here. So I'm guessing um, that it won't be a box set then. No, that's no. they're they're releasing them in in, in pairs. Apparently, uh, is what it looks like. Okay. Ah, so you have to get all six. That makes sense. Kinda, but anyways, here's the uh, the Hasbro Pulse uh, listings. Uh, so, Golf is uh, thirty five. And this one is sixty, which I think the Takar Tommy Mall had like had him at thirty five and a uh, half shell or whatever they call him at uh at sixty five. So you can pre order them individually if you want to. Like if for whatever reason you just want one of these, uh, you can you can do that, or you can just get them both. It's gonna be ninety five bucks. And so I think someone said it'd be like two thirty five if you wanted to complete the combiner. Yeah. Right. I pre-ordered it and it ended up being like a hundred and three dollars of tax. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, you get the free shipping, so there's that. I mean, at first I was I wasn't going to get it, but once I saw the colored images, it wasn't really that bad looking. So I'm going to get it. Now I'm hoping that with God Neptune, they just keep it to the five member team because I, I will get a God Neptune. I don't care about the price. I've you know the former uh, fan. Uh, club and, and convention outlet for servicing me as an adult. I'm used to $50 to $60 deluxes and $80 to $100 Voyagers. I'm just conditioned to higher prices uh, for exclusives. So I, this, but like, I don't see where a King Poseidon for me is going to be worth $235. It's just not for me. Um, God Neptune, I would pay $200 for the full, you know, for all five, if they, for whatever reason, colored up the six member as like a new character or whatever, I'd bite the bullet and get him too, uh, him or her, whatever they decide to, to do it with. Um, I wouldn't like, it would be, uh, in the Boximus con, but I'd still get it just to have a, a full set. But Tyler, you were, you were pretty, uh, pretty vocal in the minority <laughs> about this. I mean, so there's two things um, that kind of presented themselves to me with this. So either one, this is going to be leaps and bounds better than like the Combiner Wars shit, and they're charging a premium price. Like this is going to be above and beyond. And would that not make these look? I don't know. Would it? Would this not make these look out of place with your Combiner Wars shit? Well, I think if you if you picked up the Unite Warrior stuff that Takara did, they would fit right in because the Unite Warrior stuff all had, uh, you know, premium decos. They they all looked really nice. Now, if you just got the Hasbro uh, releases, then yeah, like you would have this one really nice looking piece compared to, you know, what six kind of mediocre looking pieces. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just, I don't know, man. Nowhere on these two figures, like even just snap 
the G1 snap trap right there. I cannot look at that figure and justify paying. Uh, that's 60 American too. So that'd be like 80, <laughs> 90 Canadian. Yeah, whatever, whatever no 230, whatever 235 is American to Canadian Dude, is what you would be looking that's at. That's a Voyager. Yeah. You know like I'm I said, I, yeah, I mean, I get it. Dude, I totally get it. I'm just, again, I'm accustomed to those prices. So the shock isn't as big for me as it is for other people. Like, I, I know it's been two years since the club ended, but I'm still very much accustomed to, like, those you're, prices. You're conditioned. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, I think even the Unite Warriors box sets, I think they were even, like, anywhere from 180 to $200. I could be wrong. I, I don't know, and I wasn't paying but, too close attention to them. I really wanted to get the Grand right. Galvatron. Yeah, I really wanted to get the Grand Galvatron when it was out, and I kept putting it off and putting it off. And, it, it, I mean, it's still hovering between 200 and 250 like it appreciated for sure and i think in the long run these will appreciate but uh you know i mean and this is going to be your cheapest option is going to be through through hasbro pulse well the way i i see it it, it's going to be costing more because i mean granted they are retools but this particular tooling we're only going to see once maybe twice not 50 times like everything else um, Ghost Lord Peter said, I don't care about the price. I want them for my Beast Wars second collection. Uh, yeah, like God Neptune is a no brainer. King Poseidon, I'm definitely going to pass on uh, altogether. Um, Chris yeah, see, said, I, I uh, Chris said garbage toys and they're expensive. This is going to start a table wide argument. <laughs> uh, he also said, so, if you're worried about how this is going to look next to Combiner Wars, you've got to rethink life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it from like because this isn't intended for me whatsoever. Like if it was God Neptune, like I mean, the only other God Neptune is the the G1 re, uh, repaint. So like, yeah, this would fit in with Beast Wars anyway, I guess because it's bigger. Um, but like would... I'm thinking of the Chug Collector right now. Like this, like I don't. That's supposed to be a re, uh, uh that snap trap supposed to be what a, a re um. They're all retools. Of the, yeah, they're all remolds. Yeah, but of the Abominus set, of the mm-hmm. middle, the middle bot, the hunger. Yeah, that's a pretty big retool, actually. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like between yeah. just remolding and paint in general, uh, there is. There's a lot of. There's a lot of more newer pieces. Yeah. Kind of being used here. Um, than hunger from. The Silverbolt mold family, yeah, even their engineering family has this kind of money for this these characters, like specifically. Well, that and that's another thing, man. King Poseidon was a master force character, um, and like the only the middle bot had a personality, and the rest were drones. <clears throat> so maybe, like, I can maybe see like Japanese collectors uh, going after you know two or three of each limb. Because that's, I mean, they were the, the limbs. Takara Tomy Mall exclusives. They are. I know. That's what I'm saying. That could be why, oh. instead of being oh, yeah, like yeah. a wide release. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. I think that, like I said, I think that uh, people who are into that Japanese lore, I think they're going to want to have multiples of the limbs because they, the limbs were all mindless armies. You know, they, they all connected to uh, the center bot here who, who was just his own yeah. personality. Um, and we never saw the robot modes in that series either. It was just beast and limb. Oh, see, I, I didn't even pay that close of attention to it. 
Um, for 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 God Neptune, I'm looking at it as in that's going to be our masterpiece, God Neptune. I think that it'll scale accordingly. Uh, I mean, and, and you know that that that's that's pretty loose there because it was all cell animated, cell cell animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think it'll scale at least decently with the MP Lyo convoy, maybe, you know, depending mm-hmm. on how he kind of looks or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, earlier today. We retreated to a little news bit. EJ Sue on Twitter tweeted out a picture, uh, something we were almost uh, treated with a another Beast Wars IDW comic that would have been tail end 2008, early 2009. Uh, but this is whenever the Revelation storyline concluded. There was an IDW Beast Wars project on the table, uh, and he started designing some of the characters before Hasbro pulled the project. Um, he posted a design for Dinobot. I messaged and asked if it was digital or if he had some pencils or whatever that I could buy, but it was all done digitally. So this almost looks like the uh, the, the train famer, the universe. Yeah. I uh, see. I was I was that came out. I was going with trans train famer because you see arms here are part of the legs. The, the lower legs and they they fold into the lower legs on that train famer dinosaur. I mean, oh yeah, I guess yeah they don't do that on the other one, do they? Uh uh-uh. uh No, they, they end up the up universe the center, True enough. Saying, I guess the universe. Yeah, but that's uh man, this is pretty cool. I went on to ask uh like what the the details were for the cancellation. Um, oh well, I didn't add that to the slide, but. I do have it pulled up what uh, his response was. Um, He said it was a 2000. uh, It went down in 2008. The project was approved by Hasbro. The script was ready. And then all of a sudden uh, he was told by Hasbro that they decided they no longer wanted Beast Wars projects out in 2009. And that's Um, that's all that that he was kind of given on that Um, speculation, I think, would just be maybe. The two universe toys at the time, the Dinobot and the Cheetor, didn't perform how they wanted to. Um, as far as you know, what story it would have been, I can only guess it. Like, I mean, other than seeing the Dinobot here, I would have guessed that it maybe would have been something to kind of continue on from where uh, the Ascending left off. You know, because it's said to be continued. You know what I mean? And, and I think it's it's really cool, and I, I feel robbed. You know what I mean? I just I feel robbed. So, pretty it's, cool. It design. does, man. It sucks. Like, like my first instinct was like, fuck, Hasbro just has no no desire to do Beast Wars anymore. Saved the franchise, got G1 <laughs> back on top, G1 horseshit back on top, and now fucking they're going to go with Bayverse and continue to plug away the Beast, Beast War or the, the G1 shit. Like, but that's that's the pettiness in me, like thinking that that's how petty they'd be. And yeah. you know, like, like you saying, like feeling robbed. Right. But yeah, as you as you were saying before, when we were we were talking about it before the show, it could very well be that it just didn't make sense to put this out at a time where the movies were very popular at a time where um, all the focus was in a different direction. It could be could have been underselling the story. Right, because like, because the ascending, the gathering, and the uh, the source books all came out in two thousand six, I think, to kind of coincide with the tenth anniversary. 
um, where <clears throat> this would have been in 2008. So it wouldn't have been an anniversary year. It wouldn't, you know, you had Revenge of the Fallen coming out the next year, which was said to be a, a big toy line thing. They probably had a comic that tied in with it. Um, they also had the ongoing thing going on, which that was whenever they got ready to launch All Hail Megatron. And that would have been in full swing, which was a big, big event with IDW Comics with, with the Beast or with the Transformers comics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that having <clears throat> having all those kind of coming together like that, uh, you know, between I, I think that they wanted to protect their their property, you know, like I, I think that if that Beast Wars comic wouldn't have done well, like like Hasbro doesn't want shit to fail, you know, that they own. Like it's 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 all got to be successful, right? True. And I think if if one of these things wouldn't have been successful. They just wanted to protect the perception of that particular brand. Now, why it never got greenlit to do something else later on, who knows? Um, would have been a great thing for 2000. Well, 2010 wouldn't have even been a, an anniversary year either. 11 would have been the 15-year mark, but that would have been uh, another big movie year. So, I don't know, man. Anyways. What could have been? What could have been? Uh, Masterpiece Lyle Convoy pre-order info and new images. Uh, yes, they are. Uh, it is up for pre-order in a few different spots. I think Hasbro Pulse probably has it up. Big yep. Bad's got it up. Uh, Entertainment Arc has it up yet, Mike? Or was that just for wholesale? Uh, um, it's, it's up. up. Okay. It's up there. Um. <clears throat> Ami Ami, I think, has it up. And, of course, Takartomi Mall has it up. Uh, we're all waiting for our usual outlet to uh, to post it. But, um, anyways, it comes with a toy, four missiles, two beams, a manual, a buster, and a card. The buster being the handgun that we've looked at. Uh, retail price, 20,000 yen, roughly 185 bucks U.S. And it's supposed to release in February of 2020. But we do have some more images uh, of the kind of like promo shots, things like that. This one, I like that, uh, you know, it looks like the the lion head is going to be on its own, like independent swivel thing and not necessarily locked into the chest assembly. So I like that you'll be able to do the lion typhoon thing right there. I think. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it would have been neat if they could have had some clip on effects pieces. Yeah, like it. To show the spinning, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, like he does it in beast mode too, but the beast mode image of the lion typhoon <laughs> just looks terrible. Uh, yeah, the 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 gif, the gif I posted speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah, uh, you get the the spring forward. I, I'm they probably not spring forward, but they they come forward for the kind of like forearm launchers. Mm-hmm. Um. See, he like I know he's got you know red bits poking through, but he still cleans up super nice in this mode, which I do appreciate. And it looks like he's got some uh, mushroom swivels on the the front paws, so you can have him actually in some decent poses and be. Yeah, and then of course he's got him on the the back ones here too. Well, yeah, for robot of, mode. See where it's yeah. So that's uh that's gonna be which I know the Cheetor had you know at least you know they could. Uh, swivel and you know do a, a proper a stance i guess but that's the one i was talking about the uh the beast mode lion typhoon again that would just look much better with like an effects piece but 
I get why they're wanting to show it off. And I yeah. like that uh that these kind of spring out of here and like you can close all this other stuff back up. And yeah, so I don't have it know. all exposed and open. Yeah. Compared to, to like the original, it just flipped the whole main piece back. So do like that. And uh there's your crash box custom shot. Shout out to Chris, he's doing great work with Takar Tommy. That that shot right there just is awesome. I, I love this background that they've got. Actually, uh, real talk, Chris just did some uh, some work for I think it was SD, SDCC. Yeah, uh, yeah, for the Mesco display. Yeah, the awesome. Mesco stuff. Fucking shout out to that dude, man. He's grinding real hard. Yeah, man, putting Just in the hustle. hustle. Yeah. So, uh, again, like posable this thing is, man. Like it's you know, yeah, kind of expression out of it. The ab crunch. The uh, it looks like double jointed knees here. It looks like he's going to have those floating knee pad, the butterfly joints in the shoulders, just like I think all of them do. Yeah, I can kind of see where that would be in there. Well, just just the way the mane comes around there. Yeah, which again, it looks like the mane and even this piece are like sitting on their own individual swivel, like bar pieces. Like you can kind of see right here. I wonder if that's That's kind of like uh, how Leonidas was. Huh. Yeah. And of course, he's got the uh, the pop out claws. I would have liked if they would have. I mean, I, and I, this is just me nitpicking. If they would have found a way for them to come out of the center of the hall, like it did in the show, I'm not mad. Like, like a little slider. Not, yeah, it's not really a look that I equate to Lyo Convoy uh, that much, anyways. Like, like I, I regularly recognize him with the Lion Typhoon, and less with. Uh, with the little claws or the little missile launchers on his forearms or whatever, but or at least the launchers on the head. Yeah, even even that. So, uh, and it looks it appears as if he will have. I, and again, like I think this is a Photoshop, man. I think this is just a Photoshop effect. But, but if, if it, it is, and it's false advertising. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it does light up, that's awesome. But it definitely yeah. looks like it definitely this this just looks like a Photoshop effect. Um, so something interesting here is look at those wrists. So either they're molded on an angle, or there's a, a ball joint underneath the the wrist joint there. Then it looks there's like there's a base pin at the wrist and yeah. at the knuckles. Yeah, base pin at That'd the wrist. And interesting. Knuckles. Yeah. And which maybe because it looks like this piece detaches. I mean, as we can see mm. um, along along this here. So maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe that utilizes some of that transformation joint too. Hmm. That's a that's a good catch. I love Chris, I love that you know. Chris and, and dollar like, in the chat saying easy, Bobby. Chris, do you even collect anymore? Like, <laughs> go back to work. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He's he's not even going to be in on this one. I know. Right? Um, why don't you why don't you get in here? You're still in the chat. Why don't you get in here and talk to shit? I think that uh like I'm I'm you know, I never really doubted that they were gonna do an opening matrix chamber, but I'm glad that they did, and it looks like there's even some details in here, like from the show. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> quick, someone to the chat. Someone change into the chat. Yeah, quick. No, actually ahead, I really Mom. like I, I really like no no, I really like Ty Pie. Cause that was that was another Dalton one too. 
I don't want to take that away from him. <laughs> I, I was just about to change it. <laughs> and uh, there he is with uh, MP38. So, oh, these are going to look so good on a shelf next to each other. Yeah, I'm really happy I bought that one off, Chris. Yeah, I, I really need to hurry and get anymore. one. It, uh, dude, it paid off, right? Man, it was like the first thing that I ever bought off Chris that wasn't over market price. <laughs> Jesus, dude, like you know, talking all that shit, but I got uh, some <laughs> some Telemocha stuff off of Chris, and it was like below market price. Like I've gotten he liked you. I gotten a fair amount of below market price things <laughs> off of Chris, so I'm gonna. I'm, I'm I'm definitely gonna give him the uh, the old tip of the hat, milady. Uh, I wonder Ooh, if I wonder if this is gonna be more difficult to find uh, soon. You know what I mean? Like I wonder I wonder how that's gonna turn out. I remember when that thing was on sale for like sixty bucks on Amazon Japan. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to scramble to get one. I'll I'll sell you mine for uh, two hundred dollars before they hit two hundred dollars, Dalton. Way, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm gonna. Easy. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy all the cheap ones up and force you to deal with me. So. No. Okay, then you're just not gonna get one. Yep, you're SOL, dude. Doesn't he still owe Brian? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's something interesting. There was uh, which I mean, the first couple images aren't gonna really necessarily be rare toys, but there were some Beast Wars rarities and masterpiece Lyle Convoy. Play at the Akihabara Sonic Festival. It was like a music fest. It was like a it was like a fucking club, dude. It was like a nightclub. <laughs> um, so there's a Lyocon. Like now, the little hearts and shit. That was just the the pictures I pulled from Twitter. Uh, I'm sure whoever took those pictures. Were... And like, I didn't see any of this shit on like any of the big news outlets. So like, I had to go back and search through Facebook and Twitter to find out where this event was. And it really surprises me. Not not really because of Lyle Convoy being there or all these other, and like, see here, like there's just so much here. I want to speculate on, like we see God Neptune. We know we're getting God Neptune out of the combiners, but I can't help but wonder if this is like a tease. Like this is what we can look forward to in masterpiece. You know what I mean? No, I think, yeah, look at that stretch. Yeah, dude. I think it's, I, I think I may be onto something. I think I think it may be a tease because like the main cast is all here. I can't find Tasmania Kid, but you have Diver, you have Apache, got Bighorn over here. Um, Tasmania Kid and Scuba, I think, are the only ones that are missing, uh, and they may be somewhere else in the shot. But um, I don't know, dude. Like I think that shit would be baller shot caller if we got. Uh, a masterpiece Magna Boss before, like, say they made masterpiece Stunicons, you know? Oh my god, <laughs> if that was the first masterpiece combiner, could you could imagine? Could you imagine rubbing that in everyone? How everyone's... mad they would be. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 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 I got my third party. Uh, I'm fine. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but here's some, here's some shit by the DJ booth where they had Galvalio Convoy on display. Like, what the fuck? That's a Three to five thousand dollar thing, uh, just kind of out there in the open for everyone that's drinking and jumping around and partying. They had these little guys on the uh, on the speakers. I just wanted to include that because I thought it was super adorable. That is awesome. Yeah. And then we uh, we see this strange thing, and of course they had Flash Lyo Convoy and the Black Lyo Convoy was there. Um. 
And again, another actually, no, the knockoff one was like a yellow and brown one. And I think there were, there were some other ones. This one, my friend was a TV magazine, uh, Crayola, uh, get like lucky draw thing. They call it Crayola, oh, uh, Lyle Convoy. Is that unit and three or whatever it's called? It looks a lot like it in, as far as the colors go, but no, it was just a lucky draw campaign for TV, TV magazine. You know, you would color, uh, I guess a Lyle Convoy or, a another transformer something in and you would send it in and then they would send one of these off. Now, whether or not this is the production piece or if this is just the uh, hand painted sample they use for the magazine, who knows? Uh, the world of lucky draw is a fantastic place. And prior to just prior to this, the only image that we had of this was a TV magazine scan. Like even the, we got a blue big convoy just recently. I would die if they put this out. Oh, I would love it's, it. But it's it's crazy. And it's again, so strange. Man, I can't tell if it's, you know, uh, I mean, it looks like it's molded and it's it's all molded in the plastics that it needs to be molded in. Uh, but, uh, you know, we don't know if anyone ever won it, if it was ever sent out. The the There's there's two, I believe it, they're brothers that collect Lucky Draws, like almost exclusively buy Lucky Draws. And it was on their website. And it was just, again, it was just the scan from the TV magazine. It wasn't of this figure. This is the first time really seeing this figure. This is why I can't believe this isn't blowing up news, uh, news sites. Um, this yeah, is incredible. Other- the only other one I've seen is the one that uh, Jesse made. Yeah, and he made it from that grainy, grainy image. Very low res, small upload. That, that, uh, that's one regret I have from uh, Robocon is not picking that one up. Yeah, well, now he's got some better images to go off of to do, you know, even some like some touch ups to, to that one. But that this is this is absolutely incredible to see. And there it is. Uh, from two different directions, but you know it's the one figure they put it in beast mode. So wasn't this homaged in a like not loud, yeah, loud Junior or Prowl mold? Uh, yeah, I was just getting ready to say that the the puzzle one, I think. Yeah, yeah. there was there was a dark Prowl, there was a dark Lyle Junior and a Lyle Con like a regular Lyle Convoy colored Lyle Junior. Those two, I had an opportunity to get both of them, and I passed it up, and I regret passing them up. Um, Again, shout out to Chris. Well, it wasn't Chris actually. It was someone else. It was someone that actually had them with the puzzles. Oh, but I just know I wasn't about to drop that kind of money. I uh man, like I should have. I'm in, you know, I'm I'm sure I'll find the pair again at some point. But yeah, probably be anyways, from that the guy was that bought it from Chris. <laughs> no, cuz I, I want them with the puzzles. But man, right, absolutely. Unicorn incredible. tracker. Yeah, Unicron tracker week 4. Uh, 2284 backers as of two hours ago. Um, I don't think it climbed. I think what what was it? 300 or 400 more from last week? I think last week we were at like 19 or something like that. Yeah, man. The the TKO guys have been campaigning so hard to say this shit ain't getting made to anyone who shows a little bit of excitement. So uh, it's fine. It's I mean, look at the cell barge. It's happening right now, like it happened with the cell barge. It's hitting that wall, and then it's going to skyrocket. What's funny is, uh, like in in week four, I think the cell barge needed like five thousand. I think the Unicron, like percentage wise, it's falling behind the cell barge. 
But I think numbers wise, it's more than what the sale barge had at that point. Um, but it is. I mean, it's just, it's just you know, this is this is really and truly uh, the fourth week where people have had time to kind of put back and save up and, and do whatever. We also so, don't know if big. Ba- we also don't know if the retailers, if their their orders that they're doing for other people have been added to this yet or not. We we well, don't. Here's know. the thing. I thought the max amount you could get was five. It's five per, per order. order. Per transaction. Yeah. Okay. So you mean these yeah. stores are making a hundred transactions? Probably. It's I mean, again, we don't Man, I doubt it. We don't know. Like we don't know how many Big Bad is sold. We don't know how Maybe. many Chosen Prime or TF source have sold. And we don't know if they're ordering one as they get an order in or if they're waiting until closer to the deadline to put in all the multiple orders we don't know if hasbro maybe approached any of them and was just like hey just wait and we'll allow your accounts to put in the mega order you know closer to the end you know we don't we don't know we don't know really yeah there's i don't i don't even know enough behind how this industry works to even speak on it um, between i was gonna say like so between the retailers, the Hasbro Taobao orders, and the Takaratomi Mall orders, we really don't know what a what what the true number is yet. Like we have no idea. I mean, for all we know, between all of these different outlets, especially Hasbro Taobao, which is taking care of the Chinese and the other Asian markets, and Takaratomi Mall through Japan, like, dude, it could be over eight thousand at this point. We just don't know. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to throw out there on this was that I talked about it on one of the, my shows where uh, Bobby Vela, that used to work for Hasbro, said that uh, Hasbro pushed him during the sale barge because they were worried and offered the sale barge to all Hasbro employees at 50% discount. So when there was a big jump all of a sudden, that was from the Hasbro employees you know, buying it half off and, you know, either they kept it or like Bobby he kept it for so long and then he sold it. So, I mean, that could oscillate. That could actually happen again where Hasbro says, okay, we're looking at not getting this funded. Let's, let's offer it to the employees for half off. So Chris in the chat makes a really good point. I think he says, if uh, if you got to make changes to your finances to buy this, you shouldn't be buying it. And I couldn't agree more. I don't know. I mean, like, I think that if you have to save, yeah, like, it was it was sprung on everyone, sprang, sprung, whatever. Like, it, it just kind of happened overnight one night, um, and like six hundred twenty bucks just out of nowhere for something that you're gonna want. Is that's I mean that's a crazy thing. That's a crazy thing to just like blindly not not necessarily blindly, but without preparation, drop six hundred and twenty dollars on if you're responsible. You know, maybe you know, like like I, I kind of got into that where like I could have, I had it to do it, but it would have it would have really put me personally in a spot where I would have been very uncomfortable for like the next eight or nine weeks. Like, granted, I know they don't take it out, but it's like not knowing. Like that that's a huge deal for me. So waiting until I know for sure I have those funds on lockdown, mm. I don't view that really as change like changing my finances. I know I'm making 
a lesser payment on my credit card bills for like the, the month of October to add a little cushion there. But I'm already like, I already pay like three times the minimum on those anyways. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I think if, I if know. they had announced it, I think if they'd announced it like beginning of February and put it up in March, started, started the, the backing in March, I think it would have made a lot more sense. You know, I, I don't think there would have been all this scurrying around to, you know, I think make it happen. I, I think if you have to make sacrifices to your regular everyday life um, priorities in order to get this, that you probably shouldn't be buying it. I think, like, generally... What do you, collectors- what do you consider a priority? Like, now make a house payment or or a car payment? I mean, because I mean, people can still save money up, you know, where I think the Big Bad Toy Story and the, uh, the Chosen Prime way where you can pretty much make payments is good for any anybody in the hobby. I mean, are you talking about people who they're like, you know what, I want to skip my mortgage payment this month so I can get this? Oh, well, I mean, that's that's a little excessive and dramatic. I, I don't think anyone would skip their mortgage payment if they did, then they deserve to lose their house over this. Like, like, we, like we're talking about people that would skip like maybe two or three fucking or like I'm maybe like about instead of spending a oh, hundred and fifty dollars a week on groceries for the family, they say, well, maybe I can do with like. 70 or 80 bucks a week this week you know what i mean like being like sacrificing your like your personal life priorities and uh, you know cutting back that type of shit so you could afford this i don't think i don't think you should be buying it if that's the case you know what i mean like if you if you are in a position where you're already putting money aside all the time for your hobby and you're not affecting your direct life by all means you know what I mean? Put that money for the hobby towards this. Sure, save up that money. But if you're not in a position, like if you're in a position where you're cutting corners in your life in order to do, like, no, I don't, I don't believe you should be buying this at all. I think it just depends. Like, I know since this announcement, I have not like gone out to eat at all, and I won't go out and eat for the rest of the month just because like that's just dollars I could be saving. It's cheaper to cook. Blah blah blah. Honestly, I cook better than the fucking restaurants anyways. Um, but like, I know, I know that's like, but I don't really view that as a, like, as part of a, like sacrificing the the groceries budget, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, not using air conditioning. Uh, I feel like Chris kind of like shit on his point also in the same breath. Cause he said, I think if you're responsible, you would have, you would already have the money and not buy this unless you're flipping it. Um, like at that point though, like, Chris, I, you know we get it. You don't like you don't like toys anymore. Um, no, but, but he does he does go on to say like we all live our lives differently. But if you're writing a balance on your card, that's a problem. And I mean that is like if you're not making progress on it, uh, then it does become a problem. Shout out to Eric B in the chat. Who the fuck? What did a phone? Uh, dude, that's um <laughs> that's actually a cell phone ringing somewhere. Oh, and I don't know where it is. Oh well. Um, uh, what did Eric B say? He just said, "What up?" So I wanted to say, oh, "What up?" What up, Eric, Shout B. Eric B? Um, um yeah, we're, I'm I'm done with this discussion. Like that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, oh, that's another Josh thing. Fisher too. Josh Fisher. Yeah, Fisher just popped in. He said, "I keep an active balance on my card, but I 
pay it off and reuse it a lot. Like that's how you build credit. So, yeah. But, but he's in a position to do so. That's true. You know, I don't true. think I don't think Josh of anyone would sacrifice you know a meal of his own or a meal of his daughter or his wife right, for right. him to be able to buy a toy. That's unrealistic and irresponsible. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, man, like I don't, I don't know. Like there are just like we've said, there are other options out there um, that you don't just have to buy it all up out up front i know if if for whatever reason i fall short i'm just gonna go the big bad toy store route and yeah. put 150 down and you know worry about it in 18 months like that's another thing man it's it's i don't want to call it an investment because it's not you really shouldn't look at these things as an investment but i mean you kind of are like you're you know you're putting money down and waiting for a year and a half so. chris says i'm talking like when you get Burger King on food stamps and share it with your Lewin Fry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. That's, uh... Especially, uh, right. on Thanksgiving. That's, uh, that's... Oh, Dalton, you're probably nailing it way too close now. You, right. you gotta keep it. Anyways. Alright, we got some topics. Can you what? hang on? Can you post fan on stasis lock? Hell yes, you can. Go Lord Peter. Hit us up. Absolutely. But Definitely. if it's bad, we going. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler will. I I appreciate all forms of art, so I will. Um. He <laughs> bricks that. I'm glad that's a joke that the whole realm can rally around. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if any of you ever start slurping shit through a straw on this on this show. I'm personally punching you in the face. All right. That would be dope. What, dude, Tyler. Tyler's I, I, I Tyler, knew when something like that happens. Tyler, Tyler just wants it in the face. What five Maximals and five Predacons would you pick to fight in your own Beast Wars? Mike. Oh, shit. Come back to me. Dalton. All right, so Polar Claw. Sandstorm. Uh, three more. Bantor. Just, just because. A uh, staple of the show. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's throw in Tigatron. Just. And Rhinox. Get two heavy hitters. Okay. Predacons. Sandstorm is a Predacon for what it's worth, but. Oh, he is? Have it. Yep. Oh, thought it was Maxwell. It's fine. You can have it. All right. Uh, I think Bandor would have too many meltdowns. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a joke all of Stasis Lock can appreciate. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, <laughs> Chris says fake ones don't count, dog. <laughs> right, what Predacons. was he talking? Predacons. Predacons. Uh. I'd say Scavenger. That's a good Rampage. One. Ravage. Tarantulas. And one more. I'm trying to think of a good one. You've had all fucking day to think of a good <laughs> one. I, I've been I've been thinking for a while and I just 
Jesus Christ, man. You could wake me up from a drunken stupor. Wow. I can name okay. 10 fast uh, scare off the top of my head. Scare him. Okay, that's a good one. Scare him. I don't even know him. Tyler, what about you, man? Fuck. For Maximals, Cyber Shark. Okay. Uh, trans, going... uh, regular or Transmetal 2? Regular. Okay. Um, arm, I'm going to go all season one because that's that's my jam. Um, Armadillo. Mm-hmm. I want some uh, I want some more love around him. Turn on my light here. It's getting dark. Um, yeah, even in the Ascending of the Gathering, he was kind of like a nobody. Yeah. I uh, I think I would go with Bone Crusher. Yeah. Over Bighorn. Yeah. Bone Crusher for sure. Uh, I'd want Razor Beast on that team. Because if you haven't watched the uh, or haven't read The Gathering or The Ascending, he's quite the fucking badass. He is, and it's funny because Furman said that if he had ever seen the character prior to assigning the roles in the story, he would have never chosen Razor Beast as like well, the lead. I'm glad he was a dipshit. I'm gl- uh, me too. Yeah. And uh, to top off the Maximals, I would go Canine because that's my favorite. Oh yeah, I like I like Wolfang. I like the I call him Hallinger, but it's just the Telemoco Wolfang. But I think Canine would be. The best one. I like canines overall build. Yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. the chest and the everything. Yeah. And he's taller too. He doesn't look as like plump. Squat. And and, I yeah. can't believe I didn't even think about those. I can't either, Dalton. Like you're less okay, you so like take Sandstorm to. take Sandstorm off and put uh uh Wolfang on yours. There you go. Yeah. All right, your Predacons, Tyler. What you got? So for Predacons, I would do Spitor, season one, of course. Mm-hmm. I would do Spitor. I would do Insecticon. I would probably. Kuagaga. I really like Snapper, but instead of Snapper, I think what I would do is instead go with Bazooka because I okay. really, really love that transformation. And I love how, I just love how the, like the character's design and built. Um, shit, I just noticed I picked three basic size figures. So to mix it up a little bit, I would pick. Uh, Probably Magmatron, because he's a he's a unique character with the way his like beast modes are designed and all forming into the one. He's pretty much a um, a Megazord. Chimera, oh, okay. a Megazord, yeah. And um, probably Tonbot. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I, w- uh, I would have gone. With, I would have gone with Jetstorm, but I think Tonbot. I like Tonbot's well, colors better too. Ton, but. Tonbot's a maximal, but okay. I let Dalton have Sandstorm. You can have a uh, Tonbot. Well, I that's guess. what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, so. Uh, Chris says, "Who in the fuck picks Armadillo?" <laughs> Tyler does. Nobody. That's why. Who the, who the fuck picks Bantor? <laughs> I am a champion of. Uh, we know who picks Bantor, and they're not allowed on the show anymore. All right, so, <laughs> so uh, real quick, Ghost Lord Peter says Megatron, Galvatron, Magmatron, Pterosaur, Rampage. Jesus, what a like, are they going to get anything done? All them leaders? <laughs> uh, they also said Optimus Primal, Lyo Convoy, Big Convoy, Rhinox, and Apache. It's just people giving leaders, like, just leaders giving out orders. It's only like two guys that are going to follow anything. The other two are just going to have like a I, bunch of infighting. I, I think the three maximal leaders are actually going to do a lot more than the Predacon leaders Yeah, as far as progress. That's, that's true. They're going to work pretty much just more. picked a fucking WWE stable. You know what I'm saying? Like, my man just picked Hell in a Cell lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is, this is the type of lineup that I would pick going into like WrestleMania 
on fucking PlayStation. Here comes the pain. You know what I mean? Brock Lesnar teaming up with The Undertaker, teaming up with Batista. You know what or I mean? Or like, like, if you made your own world. football team in like Madden and everyone yeah. had like maxed out stats. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy, man. That'd be a um, huge battle. All right, for me, I'm a big like I'm, I'm a bigger <laughs> fan of Transmetal Twos. Uh, so my Maximal Squad's definitely gonna have Ramulus on it. Uh, it's also going to have Optimus Minor, just because I like the way he was characterized in IDW, just kind of being Def- like a curious not George. He's got the blue Optimus Minor and the green Ram. No, no, <laughs> like I would I would even have them in their traditional uh, mass release colors. Blasphemy. Um, Night Glider, just because flying squirrel with a sword and uh he's a little fucking badass that is cool um i gotta get some some bigger guys in here now though uh survive i was gonna say barbarian but i definitely want to go with survive because like dude he's a a drill sergeant man like he trained big convoy you know what i mean and um not uh, uh sharp edge I was, trying, I was like, not Shiver Shark, but Sharp yeah, Edge. Sharp Edge. Is a That's a fun yeah. figure. It's um that and like I just like most like almost my entire squad is like all like hand to hand dudes uh, as far mm-hmm. as the Maximals go. Uh, Predacons, Transmetal to Iguanas. I've just always liked him over regular Iguanas. Um, what? Yeah, dude, Transmetal to Iguanas. He looks awesome. He looks so awesome. He looks so awesome. Um, all right. Uh. Transmetal 2 Iguanas. Um, Transmetal 2 Scourge. Thank you. That yes. character does not get enough love. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. For such a just a creepy, uh, badass looking character. Like oh, that's yeah. that's an evil dude. Like that that dude drips acid on like foreheads for fun. Like slowly. Just very slowly. Yeah. Gets straight to the brain module. Anyways. It's a fucking um, locust. Yeah, dude. Or grasshopper. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know about bugs. Uh, I am going to take one from Dalton though, and say the Transmetal Scavenger, just because like I think he plays a a nice bruiser type of character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they got that kind of subterranean thing with the drill mode. Yeah, uh, Laser Beak is another one. Um, like visually, I like Hydra, but like as a character, I feel like Laser Beak would be way more competent. And um, Killer Punch for my fifth one, just because again, like I think that Killer Punch is a uh, again, he just looks like a, another Bruiser type. So. I'm surprised we didn't get a repaint of Killer Punch because of how many uh, we got of like uh, Guile Dart. Yeah, I wonder if, if maybe it's just because like the Guile Dart tooling was easier to access. Maybe they didn't have the Killer Punch parts. Maybe I don't know. Mike, you got anything yet? Yeah, um, <clears throat> Maximals, I was going to go with uh, Transmetal 2 Optim- Optimus and mm-hmm. Transmetal 2 Cheetor. Then I went with uh, Tiger Hawk. And then it was. Uh, oh, <laughs> Are you just listing off the show cast? <laughs> 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 this is <a> season three. <laughs> so, well, man, those are the three I went with. Um, the one that I was really surprised none of y'all mentioned was Dinobot. No one mentioned. Well, Dinobot. I wanted to. I wanted to stay away. I wanted to stay away from show characters. Well, just and here's, like here's personally, too. like even if you even if you did pick show characters, I think Dinobot's one of those that you just don't touch. 
You know what I mean? He was written perfectly the first time. I wouldn't want him rewritten. Like even yeah. even in, in actual fiction coming out later on, say this year or next year or fucking 40 years from now, I would never want them to rewrite Dinobot because that was written so perfectly the first time that anything and after that would just kind of not do it justice. Honestly, if, if I would have picked out a Dinobot, it would have been the Transmittal 2. And uh, I don't know if I necessarily like would write him in as a Predacon, though, considering how uh, things ended, so to speak say um but i know i know if, if i if it was if it was me in charge and they were like hey look we want you to come up with with five characters for each side i would not touch the the originals um yeah just just because like i would want to i would want to have all that focus on another another group build build with another group uh yeah well, see, it's like I, I chose Rampage mostly because of his psychosis. Just I want to see more of that explored. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I did. I, I definitely get. I get wanting to, you know, to kind of have <clears throat> some of the fan favorites in there. You know what I mean? But Mike, you find your other two. That was all. I did all five. That's that's the whole. That's all ten right there. He, he got them. <laughs> I thought he'd only did three. Did he say some other stuff? Uh, I counted ten. Yeah. Oh, depth charge was the last one I did. That's list. A, that's fourteen. Oh, okay. No. no. <laughs> now, my cons, I would have gone riff the uh, binder from sixteen. The whole thing. So just straight straight predicus. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think straight predicus. I mean, I think as far as uh, where you would say either the cartoon or any of the seasons, but I mean, I think out of the whole mythology, I really liked the, the combiner more than anything else. I mean, I yeah. just think that's just me personally. I just felt that plus the history behind the, um, the, the, the council and stuff of that nature. Yeah. And see, they would have made a good team. I think like considering that they, I guess in fiction, they did combine, like you have tarantulas, you have ravage, you have, you know, the three generals. Um, so, they were they I were think really, that would be a good team. they were really kind of ruthless even in the that one comic I mean you know so oh yeah cold and calculating like I, I think that like they were they were definitely good as bad guys um the vintage beast wars our second topic is the vintage beast wars toys are becoming more expensive are you less likely to handle them now that they require more than you may have spent to replace them Mike yes uh. With a lot of you know, depending on which ones they are, I know I I, I handle my um, transmittal ones very carefully because I don't want to take the risk and it breaking. Like I got uh, Megatron in the box, I'll never open it because I'm afraid to even touch it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> actually, I, speaking of which, I have a transmittal Megatron that I'm probably going to be selling here because I got the Takara version, and uh, like mine's not broken. It's pretty well stuck in robot mode i'll never transform it but if anyone's looking for like a robot mode transmetal two or while well, transmetal megatron i guess hit me up because <laughs> i will get rid of that as <laughs> and i'll pack it fucking stupendously yeah but yeah um for as much money done? sorry i didn't i didn't mean to cut you off like that. that's for as much money as you're gonna pay for something now, depending on the price market of how everything is, 
sometimes I just rather leave it where it's at. I mean, because I mean, I'm afraid to, you know, if you spend a couple hundred dollars and then five seconds in transforming, the damn thing breaks, you know. I agree yeah. with you. Or even, even chrome that chips off or, you know, just something like, I mean, like shit can happen, you know. So yeah. I'll be honest, man. I, even when I got back into collecting, I kind of stayed the hell away from handling the trans metals because even as a kid, I remembered them flaking. Like, not that I stayed away. Like, I obviously I collected them. I got a pretty well complete collection here, but like I I don't handle the trans metals nearly as much as I handle. And you know that might be a reason as to why I don't like season two and season three, like just subconsciously because the toys I always had like memories of them like, like flaking and like falling, not so much falling apart, but like just not holding up the same way season one did. Yeah. I know, I know for me, for me, it's, it's definitely like, I'm, I'm always fearful of, of, a you know, the, the flaking beginning, especially on some of those more pricey pieces that I have, like Shocker Act or like even the, the, like my metals Cheetor I've noticed is starting to like crack the gold plastic is, or the gold chrome is. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm very weary about my Botcon Tigatron in that same way. The one in the um, box? No, I've got one that's open too. Oh, fuck that! Yeah, I got I got super greedy with that with that figure with that character. I should say. Um, Mike, was there was there anything else you wanted to add to it? No, I man. Time with a lot of my toys. If it if it feels like it's going to break, it just goes right back on the shelf. Yeah, Chris said uh, something interesting here. He said I'd be fully willing uh, to replace all of my old figures with new releases, like Tranfame or Dinosaur. Uh, Toy World, Transmetal, Megatron, etc. And I think that's kind of an interesting take on how to integrate third-party Beast Wars into a collection. Is like there are some figures in Beast Wars that are kind of outdated that could use an update to that main line, and third-party could kind of step into that. I mean, I wouldn't get rid of any of them, but I mean, for display purposes, I think I don't know. I think there could be some substance to that. Or even if you want to just handle them more, because uh, Ghost Lord Peter said he he handles for cleaning only. So <laughs> too bad most of the new ones are little baby child and scale. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh Fisher Wait, said that he would just get third party offerings. We all know third party. Oh Jesus, get out of here, Josh! Um, oh I'm not even gonna finish the rest of that. You know you did wrong. Um, we don't want to set off somebody. You know, Dalton. Uh, what about you, man? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I do feel oh, nervous gotta, handling. I gave you props for that. That was good. Pointing up like that at Mike. That, that, was, <laughs> that was clever. I like <laughs> Anyways, some of them I do have a fear of handling just because of how much they've gone up, especially like Randy or uh, Big Moss. Like th- those are still going up in price, I think. Well, I don't know, man. I saw Randy on eBay for like fifteen bucks the other day. So, should have bought it on principle. I should have, <laughs> but I've got two, and they're both unbroken. So, like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, like I don't well, even want it. That sound wave, Dakota. I mean, Oof. you were you were handling like, that, right? I mean, had no fear, and you dropped how much on that damn thing? Eighty, ninety, eighty, something like that. Well, I'd be missed. Like that, just because you. You got big old pudgy fingers as it is already. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Well, like, that's that's the thing, man. Like, I made sure, like, I could at least get it through that one trans. Like, dude, the scariest fucking part was slipping that uh, alligator headpiece over it. Um, I was just like, oh, Jesus. I was like, this is going to break. This is without a doubt going to break. And it didn't break. And I was like, fucking A. I put it back into bat mode. And I was just like, all right, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> so. But, yeah, I don't even want to handle big moss like just especially up the elbow joints that's just scary because it, it creaks oh yeah i forgot big moss is another one that that has a shat like a, a, a crumbling a problem yeah, yeah. So. but m- most of my others you know I, I don't have any issue with so I, it's mostly just those harder to find or just Expensive prone to breakage yeah I mean, I don't don't have any problem handling X9 Ravage at all, so. I gotta be honest, man. I think at the right price, I'd sell some of these pieces in a heartbeat. In hopes for an update, or like if an update was coming, or just because you just don't dig them. Money's there. Like, listen, a lot of these these bots, no, no, listen, (laughs) listen. I would keep most of it, but a lot of these bots that are very fragile like that, I would sell them while I could still get the money. Just because I know that if they ever broke, I'd never be able to get those dimes again. Dude, like that's a that's like nightmare fuel shit for me because I do have all of the Beast Wars. Where the fuck are you going to find replacements for these figures? Um, it's 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 I would like some days it's equally as nerve-wracking as it is joyous to have the the rare shit, you know what I mean? But it's just like, like, dude, if if I told you that at least twice a day I didn't think about what-ifs um, involving those things, I'd be lying to you, because, I mean, that, that it goes through my mind, like, twice a fucking day, at minimum. You know? So. Yeah, but, but so, so you're, you're probably... Uh, less likely to handle them just because of them being expensive to replace. I'm I'm sure is where you're going at. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. Like I don't. I'll tell you right now, the most I've handled like Beast Wars Randy after transforming him and getting him to the only place he'll ever exist ever, uh, which is robot mode. Um, <laughs> the most I handled him is just putting him in a different place on a shelf. I will yeah. pick him up and I will mm-hmm. put him down gently and I will not breathe the same air as him. I flip mine back and forth a few times, but I, dude, I, I live pretty fucking dangerously with my with my toys though, like, and and maybe I it's because, I just can't do it. Maybe it's, and like like you know I'm I'm the same way with my resin protos, with my test shots, with you know with everything. I'm just like you know I I, I want like you know yeah I can go to like say the production piece or I can go to a piece that maybe isn't so expensive to replace like like a mold that isn't as expensive to replace and i can mess with that one but it's like no i want to mess with the one that i spent a lot of money on uh and like i feel like that's where i'm getting my use out of it uh ultimately i i am more hesitant to pick up some of those pieces like shocker act man i don't think i've touched that thing since um there was a, a tornado scare and i had it packed away uh, you know, and like whenever those those scares happen, uh, everything everything does everything everything that's 
incredibly expensive or just impossible to, to find to replace. Uh, comes off the shelf, gets packed away, and stuffed in the centrally most stable part of my house. Um, and everything else, it's like, whatever, I can I can get to that whenever I can get to it or whatever. Um, you know, or, or I can replace it or insurance will cover, you know, whatever. Um, but are you doing that with a Beast Wars Randy or a, a Beast Wars Scourge? I'm not doing that with a Beast Wars Randy or Beast Wars Scourge. I'm not doing it with, uh, well, I'll, I only have Metals Megatron, but like, I'm not even, I'm even doing that with Metals Megatron because I, I at least see Metals Megatron enough regularly to know, like, if something happened, I can get a replacement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's all, yeah, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Um, that's that's probably pretty fair, but uh, you know all the botcon shit, man. Like that that gets, you know, at least the Beast Wars botcon stuff that gets packed up instantly. Um, he's saying packed up, and you might be thinking at home in a box with a lot of bubble wrap. No, this motherfucker's got gun cases with the foam and everything, and the, <laughs> and the digital fingerprint encoder. Like this guy isn't gonna Retina let a scanner. tornado <laughs> break that shit open. Yeah. If it's World War Three and it drops nukes, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I mean it's 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 literally it's surrounded by like four major support beams in this house. So like everything will come down around. Like I'll die maybe, but my stuff won't, and that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I. I for the day that you pass away and you have like from a tornado and you have all those botcon and and really expensive figures locked in those fucking impenetrable bulletproof cases you got and then you can't have them melted down and and sent down oh i see i thought i thought you're gonna say like i can't wait to just come to your house and buy your estate i'm like well i hope you know that buy like my my will i just gotta wink at your mom my will uh and that's (laughs) a legal document uh, says that everything gets melted down. And you forget that me and your mom had words, and I told her I was proud of her. That's a that's a <clears throat> she's, she's still process. not. If anything, she's gonna sell the shit and not melt it down like my will suggests. Me and uh, her will sell it together and retire <laughs> in Italy. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can retire. I don't think you can retire in Italy off of like a hundred grand. Like I just don't think that works. We'll make it work. Okay. As long as we stick together, we can get through anything. You tell her I said that. (laughs) Y'all gonna be sleeping on a boat? Just one of those little boats, those little rowing boats. When the moon hits your eye, yeah, man. I feel you. Serenader to sleep every night on a boat. It's not gonna happen. All my shit's gonna get melted down with me, and you're just gonna have to live with that. (laughs) Like I want, I at least want most people to be there when they incinerate the green Ramulus. (laughs) I'll show up. I'll show up like three minutes before you die, and I'll be like, I am your daddy now. Oh my god. (laughs) It's not going to work out, man. It's not going to work out. All right. When is it too much? We've talked about it before, uh, but as new items are being pumped out and old ones are being uh, found and put up online, price is slowly increasing. What is your new limit for a single item, Mike? What's the most you're going to spend on one toy? What's the most you're going to spend on one toy? I've spent up no, no, no. What's the most <laughs> that you would? Not that you have. That you would. As like, of right what, now, what's your, what's your 
What's your absolute limit? Think of that that one fucking thing. What's your absolute limit? For one oh. item. Like for one item. Like if it's a if it's a if it's a dollar over, you say fuck you asshole. Like what's so what's the limit? 2000. Okay. In my, like do you got anything in mind for for what that would be? Uh oh Megatron. Oh, six Megatron? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something like that. <clears throat> and it would probably have to be Bacon 06 Megatron with the mint packaging with the card that comes with the holographics because that was only limited. Like, get out of here with that shit, man. You say that, you say that, but that's what they're, that's what they're moving for. That's what they're fucking moving for. I couldn't spend 400 on a single figure. Fuck that. I got those two perfect <laughs> effect figures. I felt guilty. I was like, my wife needs to eat. You know what I'm saying? I could have taken her out on a nice dinner, but no, I spent like $450 on those two figures and I just couldn't live with myself. I don't maybe maybe I'm cheap. So so but in the same in the same Sorry? Go ahead. Are you are you getting Unicron? No, no. He's not a he's not a G1 guy, so he doesn't Jesus care about Christ. it. To I me, I take shits stuff. worth more than that thing. So Tyler, what's what's the the dead ass limit for one item? So listen, it would it depends on size, and it depends on my attachment why does, why does, to that toy. Why does size have anything to do with it? Because I'm not paying I'm not paying a uh, hundred dollars for a Legends class uh, nicely painted figure. I don't give a fuck. I paid six hundred bucks for a uh, G1 size Limbot. That was in G two. That's stupid. You're fucking dumb. That's okay. You and I okay. will no. You and I will never agree on that. That is the dumbest purchase you've ever made. What G two breakdown? Yeah. Dumb. No man, that was a, and that you was a fucking good, that was opened a, it. That and you purchase. opened it. Of course, I opened it. Oh my god. I could sell it for six hundred right now if I wanted to. Open. Do it. Shit. Do it. I'm do not it. gonna do it. It's not right, happening. Then you can't. Then you can't. No, no, no. It's 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 not that I can't. It's that I won't. <laughs> Big difference. Not really, but no, man. I think okay. So as far as like, I can justify the three hundred or so dollars I paid for the masterpiece Megatron, the Beast Wars masterpiece Megatron. I can justify that. The size is there, the quality, the paint, and everything's there. You know what I mean? I can justify that. The perfect effect figures, I couldn't justify that. Okay. Because the attachment wasn't there. Not to say that the quality wasn't up to snuff, but the quality wasn't as reliable as what I got with Masterpiece, the official Masterpiece Megatron. So I think the most that I could spend on a single figure would have to be probably, I want to say 400 tops on a figure. Honestly, and, and it's got to be big and painted to the nines and yeah, all that shit. It's got to be done. It's got to be done yeah. well. What if it's I, like a, like a vintage? What if it's like a vintage item, like something no, that you really I want but you me. don't have? Okay. Are you kidding me? I spent one hundred and eighty dollars on a fucking barbarian botcon. I'll never do that shit again. I have it because I really like the polar claw mold, mm-hmm. but like the only reason I haven't gone in on, like man, the the fucking pack rat. Is Honestly, a, you is, got that fucking is, barbarian for a deal too, but keep I going. Know. But yeah. that pack rat from the original rat trap mold, 
that's tempting. But the pterosaur, the vice grip, the fucking um, antagony. Uh, antagony. I'm not spending that kind of money for those molds. Not yeah. once, not ever. So, and see happy. the pack rat they made more of the pack rats in 96 or in 97 than they did fractals which was strange so i like it's been super i've been very surprised that i haven't seen just lone pack rats out there in the wild you know what i mean like yeah. i always see i always see them pop up as the pair so i think that's pretty I just, awesome. yeah pretty i don't i don't know man as far as like but i think that's kind of it like the big the uh black big convoy is one that i've been after but i'm just not willing to pay you know what I mean? Even that, I would pay max. I would pay two hundred fifty bucks on the high end. Yeah, you know. I feel like I either paid, I either paid two fifty or three for mine, and I can't remember. But I just know that I wanted it, so I got it. And I saw him go for a hundred and twenty dollars, and I didn't have the money at the time. It fucking destroyed me. And Fuck. I know the guy that, that picked it up too. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> it sucked. I mean, good for him though. Absolutely. Yeah, at least it was, you know, yeah, at least it was much, like a buddy or something. How much is that Ultra Mammoth going for? It's uh, it's up there. Um, two hundred. Really? Is it? Is it two hundred? Well, last I, I saw, I think. You know what I paid See, for it? Six. I was gonna say like it doesn't it doesn't show up very like often, so I feel like you could you could probably put that Ultra Mammoth out there on eBay. If there's none out there right now, you could probably stick it up there for like five hundred or best offer and just see what you get. You know. Yeah. Eric B said he Which paid 318, and that's coming August, and that's his MP44 Prime. Okay, well, I mean, like that's the thing. Like, I feel like, like that bar is always going to raise to to some degree. I think. Mm-hmm. I think as collectors, it's our responsibility to put a cap on that. That's the thing, dude. If it's something I want, I don't give a shit what they're asking for it. Like, that's just. That, but like you know, this is my hobby, and I'm in it to enjoy it, and I'm not in it to be limited by, you know, uh, a retail price. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like like the most I would pay for a retail item, it varies. Like it just varies. There's like something new coming out or whatever. Like I would absolutely spend a thousand dollars if uh, who is it? Prime One or Three A uh, that does the statues? If they did yeah. a Dinobot statue, those big fucking statues that that cost 700 to a grand absolutely no question i don't care and, you know and like honestly i think statues are a waste of fucking money that's me personally i don't i don't see where something that just sits there whether or not it's big and painted up beautifully costs that much money but if they did want a dino i don't necessarily agree with you there but that's i mean that's fine like everyone's got that you know yeah everyone's got got their opinions on statues and that's just mine generally that's just my opinion on a statue if i can't fuck with it it's not worth the money but sure. something like if they did that big ass statue of a, of a dinobot of beast wars dinobot absolutely uh, you know who do i pay this thousand dollars out to um and like i don't think there's ever going to be a masterpiece beast wars figure where i'm going to turn them away at a price you know even if even if i had to pay 320 for megatron when i think we got away with like what 270 or something like that 250 two something yeah, yeah it's... 220 uh 220 yeah. uh, per per unit like i still would have i still would have bought 3 at 300 dollars a piece um wouldn't have thought about it uh that's just like that's me that's how i look at that shit like new stuff coming out now older vintage things like 
I've I've always I've always talked about how I won't talk about at least publicly what I put down on Green Ramulus, and I won't. But to tell you the truth, that was not my top dollar. That was not where I maxed out. Um, he could have gotten probably another five to seven hundred dollars out of me if he really wanted to. Um, but he didn't. And I'm grateful for it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like, if anything vintage, like, I don't know where that bar is. Like, as far as, like, buying something vintage. Because there's only a handful of things vintage left that I need. That And, and, like, of things that come in, like, one piece. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a box set or I'm not, you know, buying multiple things or whatever. Um, So... I don't, I don't know, but I know that, uh, I haven't, I don't know. Like it's strange. Like I've, 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 I've wanted to see whenever I say no, fuck that. You know, I've wanted to see what that limit is, but I don't know. I, man. I think so. I kind of agree with not that I don't agree with you that statues aren't worth that money. Um, I I personally have a like a limit that I would set on it. Like those, the the Optimus and the Megatron, I want both of them, but I'm not paying the two grand that they're going for. And like I'm Canadian, so two grand Canadian. What is that? Eleven dollars Starbucks money from America Freedom Units. Um, See, I was I was gonna say like I know like, I know I saw I saw one of them for like fifteen hundred US. I think it was the Primal, and yeah, that's yeah, that's like double. I think that's double what they retailed for. It though. is like, double kinda, what they retail for. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. My like, absolute most that I would spend on those would be probably a thousand dollars each. Yeah, and which know, it, and it won't. I'll never come across them at that. But that's yeah. that's the max I could, and it's only because the display is there, the detail is there, and I have so much personal connection with those two characters that I could justify that price. Ask me if I'll fucking do that for a cheap. Ask me if I'll do that for like a Razor Beast or a Colada or a fucking, you know what I mean? Or a right. Terrorist. I mean, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely, and, and not. like that's. I mean, well, that's that's where I'm in. Like, you know, yes, Primal and Megatron were big parts of my childhood. Uh, but everything starts, finishes, and is ult- and ultimately resonates uh, with Dinobot. Like it's it's all it's all about the Dinobot, um, and and that's just uh, like like I feel you on that from a different perspective. But like if it was a eight hundred to a thousand dollar Razor Beast statue, like yeah, no, I'm out. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Uh, as much as I like Razor Beast, I'm right because I'm right there with you, man. I really like Razor Beast too because of how he was characterized in those books. Um, I'm a big fan of Tiger Hawk, but I wouldn't drop that kind of money on a Tiger Hawk statue. I think a Tiger Hawk statue would visually be more appealing than a Dinobot statue because there's a lot going on with him as a character and a lot they could do sculpt work wise. Um, and I think it would be a better conversation starter than a Dinobot statue. But at the end of the day, man, it's all about a motherfucking Dinobot statue. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I, I feel you know it. what I, I think. I think if they did a Dinobot one, you'd be in. But I also think if they did a Beast Wars Grimlock one, I think you'd be into. Absolutely, because Grimlock was the toy that I had as a kid. Right. <clears throat> and if they did Beast I, Wars Grimlock, one hundred percent. So That's, I think I would. I would bend if they did a Rat Trap because that was my first toy too. 
Yeah. So. And and at that price, uh, Dalton, what about you, man? I, I think with vintage stuff, I might have spent what you know my cap is on the X9 Ravage two fifty. That's that's the most you would spend on any vintage item. Probably that or between that and three hundred. Okay. Probably three hundred would be my cap. Dalton, hit me up. I got an Ultraman with with your name on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after you pay off Brian <clears throat> and Joe and Mike. Uh, I actually like we're I, we're talking we're talking all this shit, but like I still need to pay Dalton twenty bucks. <laughs> it's not for anything that I have yet or anything like that, but it's just it's something I'm in the middle of paying for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for. It's hard to decide on like newer stuff because you know obviously I want to get that Unicron, but the way I'm doing it isn't really necessarily one payment like what we're talking about. So, I, so you're saying you're well? <clears throat> I mean, I think that's fair. Like none of the sh- none of the high dollar shit that I've bought has ever just been like, here's one week's worth of uh, cock sucks. Please give me expensive item. <laughs> you know, like it's it's. it's, it's <laughs> like that one, don't you, Mike? It's definitely been like you know a year's worth of saving and and you know doing this or doing that, and that's just how I how I was able to to get you know get the shit that I want. Yeah, sure enough. So, so, so Dalton, I, like you're saying, you're saying modern. Like, what's what's your top dollar? Something new coming out. You gotta have it, excluding Unicron. Because well, okay. that's kind of a wild card. I mean, is it though? Like, at some point, would wouldn't like Beast Wars or even G One Masterpiece reach that reach that price tag at some God, point? God, I hope you know not. I mean? Well, what's your what's your limit? Where do you say where do you say piss off? See, that, that's a hard one because if I say anything less than what Unicron's going for, that automatically means no Unicron. I mean. It would it would not make any sense for you to buy Unicron if Unicron is past a limit that you would set for. Well, I mean, like like I don't know. Tyler brought in a really good point about size and and all that other stuff. Yeah, um, I think for like standard scale, like what we've been seeing, uh, maybe three fifty. Three fifty. I think my part. Like I think the best way to sum it up, and this may only be for me. But I think the best way to sum it up would be the personal investment has to equally or surpass like how good the investment is. The personal investment is for me has to equally or surpass the um, the the price that I'm paying for it. Like the personal investment being my attachment to the character, how much I'm going to love that piece how much that display is going to uh, have an effect on not only my mood uh, when I walk into the room, but the presence that the piece that I'm buying garners. Like, like it's it's just got to be that perfect, you know what I mean? Like silk ribbon type fucking piece. Like that, it just blows your pants off. Yeah. And the price, if the price reflects what I'm getting. The invest, the personal investment I have into what they've created, then 100% I'll be down for it. So with that, I guess there's not really 
a specific price that I would cap at because I don't think there's really a specific cap on personal investment. Like I love Megatron and Optimus and I will always like I would spend $600 on a fucking full arm piece tattoo for those characters because that's how much I love them. I would do one individually each at 600 bucks a piece for those characters. And that's how much those investments are because I'm going to wear like I'm my personal investment is that I love those characters and I'll carry them until I die because it's tattoo and it's permanent barring like surgery to get rid of it. Um, right. But I'm getting, I'm getting my money's worth out of that investment. Um, because the personal investment for me is there to justify that price. You know what I'm saying? I, so I like, can see that. Chris said, representation <laughs> Chris said, I mean, anything to cover up that beast machines quote. <laughs> What's up, Kabar? Um, so, I mean, yeah, I guess my personal investment would, you know, but my, my cap for like personal investment would probably be, Size-wise, Unicron, like as the biggest figure I can get, top of the price or my cap would be Unicron. Oh my That's... god, Josh! Josh just said you could also lose tats to amputation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> man, it's still surgery. A, talk about a permanent investment gone sideways, right? That's apparently someone else's. I'd take the leg back and ask for a goddamn refund. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. This didn't last forever, like uh, tattoos are supposed to. So, uh, yeah, man, like, like, I don't know, dude. Man, Chris, sometimes you're it's... just not worth reacting to, man. I mean, sure, it, it cut deep. You know what? The seeds of the future lie buried in the past. So I just uh, I took my my previous reactions and I moved on from them and I learned from them. Deep. Yeah, that's some that's some sweet slam poetry, Tyler. Um. I, yeah, man. Like, uh, I don't. I guess for like something like brand new coming out, um, I would probably limit myself to a thousand. And and like, and I feel like I would absolutely cross that line if it was for the right thing. But just for for anything, you know, new, whatever statue or otherwise, a thousand. I think it's probably a safe answer. Sure enough. Cool. And with that, I guess we can get the fuck out of here because I gotta go to bed. Yeah, we can uh we can run through these outros. Mike, where can people find you at, man? Everywhere is angry Mike. Dalton. Everywhere at Daltonians TFs. Tyler. Everywhere at the fuck Brian Buck Brigade. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, so well. that happened. Um you can find me everywhere at Primal Sabbath. Um, hashtag fuck buck. <laughs> 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 I mean, to be fair, the, the feeling's pretty mutual. Um, yeah, you can uh, check out a lot of these uh, cool shows that we are uh, we're friends with the people that are on them, and we also enjoy them too. Uh, they're part of the Cool Table Network. You can check out Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, Toy Detox, Trigger Bangin', Beers of Ultra Forty K, Plastic Fanatics, uh, Breaking the Mold, Nerd Rage Radio, Fresh Communication, Building Up to It, Verbally Challenged, and one of my personal favorites, Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. A few honorable mentions back and forth. The Tedious Podcast Network. That's you, Tyler. Blackout and Shout, All Queued Up, Off the Runner, Cybercast, Galactic Gumbo, and Around 30 Minutes with my boy, Baldwin. Thanks for watching tonight with us, everyone. And uh, we will catch you all next week. Peace. I like Twinkies. That one definitely got caught.